across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, so here's here's the thing. Um, I can tell you the new ABBA songs are going to be rubbish. They're going to be rubbish, as, as um, the, someone tweeted rather comically. Let's hope they don't get uh, Jeff Lynne to produce the two new songs. That's a, a reference to the Beatles. Um, 90s comeback singles, uh, Free as a Bird in Real Love. Great member, a great line from Stuart Lee when Free, Bur- uh, Free as a Bird came out. He said, there we go, it's the Beatles. Back where they... Because there was, there was a lot of excitement about the song and then there was a general kind of disappointment when it came out, as there always was going to be. As Stuart Lee said, well, there you go, the Beatles. Back where they belong. At number four in the charts, because that's where it peaked. I thought that was a nice line. But the new ABBA songs, they're going to be rubbish, guys. They're going to be rubbish. And I'm going to say this, ABBA aren't very good. They make the same... What they've done... Okay, name a good ABBA album. Arrival. Okay, name all of the tracks on it. No. No, exactly. I'm not playing your game. No, no, exactly. I'm not playing your ABBA private parts measuring competition okay well i'll play it then and if anyone else wants to play it oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is a, an afz uh abba free zone because then th- listen um mamma mia is a good song no it's not yeah it is actually mm, um mamma mia is a good song um sos is a good song but it's the same as mamma mia Waterloo is a good song, but it's the same as SOS. Those are the three. And they're just the same They're the ones songs. that get played over and over again. They're the same songs, um, just repeated. And and um, that what's that awful dirge, The Day Before You Came? Mm. Flippin' heck. They're trying something new. What about When I Kissed the Teacher? Work. I, I mean, don't... Inappropriate, Cath- but... Catherine, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about your personal... <laughs> Sex life a little bit later on in the show, but I'm doing a little ABBA thing here, so thanks, thanks very much. Um, so yeah, well, okay, there was a joke there because, of course, I'm guessing that was an ABBA song. Well, ABBA obviously sexual deviance. Um, it's a lot of their songs are about paedophilia. Are they? When I kissed a teacher, so that's a, that's a schoolgirl kissing a teacher. Well, that's inappropriate. Um, probably not illegal in Sweden, but in, in this country, it's illegal. Um, does your mother know you're out? All oh, right, yeah. Well, he's trying not to be a pedo in that. He's trying. He's here's the thing: you're either a pedo or you're not. No one tries not to be a pedo. <laughs> oh, the no one tries. History is full of people trying not to be pedos. Um, loads. No, but the like, fact that young you, girl get out of my. I mean, that, I know we've done this. Trying. We've done this before. But, but pedophile rock music. Um. But but the, but no, you, you, if you're trying, you're a pedo. If you, if, I've never had to say to a fourteen-year-old girl, "Really sorry, could you get out of my mind?" Because your love for me is way out of line. I've never, I've, better I've never run, girl. I've never, yeah, <laughs> better run, better run, because I might, I can run faster. There's none of that. There's none of that. And Abba, for me, are the lowest of the low they've they've got a handful of they're a good they're a good singles band except every single 
sounds exactly the same as the last single. You pick a band like the, the oh, they're the Beatles of the 70s. No, they're not. You pick a band like the Beatles, every song is a progression. It's like climbing up a ladder. Then you get to the Ballad of John and Yoko and it slips back a bit. But then they <laughs> then they they pick up where they left off and they carry on again. Abba, it's like um oh we are going to do a, we are going to do a song now and it uh, you will know you will not have heard this before because it is a new song but you will know it you'll be able to sing it I immediately. The ones you know are all like the cheesy party. No, hits. I know. No, no. Whoa, hang on a second. Do you know who you're talking to? I know all of them. Name an ABBA song and I'll sing a bit. Okay. Um, well, you can't slipping even... through my fingers. Slipping through my fingers. <laughs> no. That's not even an ABBA song. Yes, it is. Sing it. The Eagle. Do you know The Eagle? Yeah, I do actually. Go on then. I do know The Eagle. Go on. I can't remember it. No. I am an eagle. I live in high places. Yeah, pretty much. Um... That's an awful, awful band. ABBA, sorry, we'll never tour again. Thank God. Thank God. Or one of your, your um, Danish gods, Jan. Yes, thank Jan Hammer. The Swedes. By the way, by the way, please don't call it. Don't, don't result, result to insults. Results. You called them vegetables. <laughs> by the way, no spoilers on this show. Mm. Right. Have you seen the new Avengers movie? flipping it i had a free afternoon saturday i thought i can either go and take loads and loads of uh, illegal substances or i can go and spend 15 quid on a cinema ticket so when i saw the new new avengers movie it's i'm not no spoilers here guys i will tell you it's bleak describing a mood of a film is not a spoiler it's like the threads of superheroes movies. It really is the most intense. Um, and as, here's the thing, right? We've all seen Avengers movies. So what don't you do when an Avengers movie finishes? What don't you do, Catherine? I haven't seen an Avengers Sam, movie. Sam, come on the microphone. What don't you do when a Marvel movie finishes? Leave until the end of the credits. Thank you very much indeed. You do not leave. In some of the, the Marvel movies, they'll have three bits in the credits right god you've got i'm thinking people are getting up i'm thinking you've paid 15 quid you've got to stay till the end for the denouement um and and it's really frustrating sam we'll talk about it during the break because i've not had anyone i can speak to about it but um at the end of the film there was an audible gasp and people in the cinema went what the but they said the... F- did they? What the f- Potty mouth. And they did. Oh, it, was in- it was a great movie. I- I- and I would say... Just, you know, you know, words are my power, and I like to be accurate. Mm-hmm. So I'm just fact-checking. No, nope, I'm going to say it. This is... What are you doing in here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in here? How did you sneak in here? What is this? Wait, what is this? Wait, what is this? <laughs> Busted. I'm going to say it. I 
Oh, why is my ABBA rant so stoppy-starty? Oh. I'm going to say this about Avengers Infinity War. It is the greatest movie of all time. Hollywood, close, shut down. You are never going to top Infinity War, okay? Stop. Close at the very least, Hollywood, close up for 12 months and have a good hard look at yourself. Because you ain't gonna top the two and a quarter hours that I saw in a cinema in the Angel in London this weekend. That's it. We're done. We're done. You're never going to top it. You're never going to beat it. It's game over. It's finished. Everything from ne- everything that needs to be said uh, in, in cinema has now been said by Stan Lee. Love Stan Lee. I know there's a f- few accusations and stuff, but, you know, um, always look out for the Stan Lee cameo. 0344... For, I feel bad now that I've sent Catherine out of the studio. I feel bad. She, how, on, Sam, on a scale of one to ten, how angry is, uh, Catherine? Solid, she's, she's a solid eight. Wow. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, you'll speak to Catherine. Hi, Hello, Alan. You all right, boss? I'm all right. I'm great, actually, mate. Uh, uh, did you like the Avengers? Don't, have you seen it? No. Yeah, I loved it. I was, I was like saying, Hollywood should should shut up shop now. It is finished. Yeah, because I want to see the Avengers. I think it's going to be money well spent. Oh, mate, it is the greatest feel. Uh, it's the greatest film on the what's this hi there is no sound on the broadcast stream you've put up for the show what broadcast stream is that on youtube or is that on the p- p- dab hang or on, a that... hang on. Should, should... right youtube is 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 got noise what is that what is michael Bairn talking about what's uh what's an absolute numpty is he gonna get timed out no he's not gonna get timed out it's a great film, Alan. Cinema needs to um, to c- shut shop. Pull the pull the shutters down now. It's over. Retire, Hollywood. Retire. Hello, Alan. What have you got for us this evening? I, I want to talk about the new Home Secretary. Because Amber Wood resigned yesterday. Uh, we don't know much about the new guy. Uh, to, to, to quote Limmy, do you know what will change? A whole system of government? No, absolutely nothing. Nothing will change. So, Amber would be gone because of the whole Windrush thing. Well, she didn't... Re- she didn't resign because of the Windrush thing. She didn't s- d- resign because the government was sending... Um, British nationals abroad and putting them in detention centres and denying them um, uh, NHS care and getting them kicked. She didn't resign because of that, because of the inherent racism in her job. She resigned because she got caught lying. 
What? Lying down on my job, literally. No, Alan, what is this? Have you turned into Rory Bremner or something? You're about as funny as Bremner. No, I was thinking more John Carlson. Right, okay. Well, I'm thinking um, more cutting you off. What was that about? Alan's doing political satire? She didn't get... She didn't resign because um, she got found out as a silly old racist. She didn't resign because British people were getting sent abroad and detained and all of that. She resigned because she got caught. She got caught lying. That's it, man. Abba. Oh, by the way, I've got to say hello to Darcy. So here's the... All right, so this happened the other day, right? So I'm going for long walks to try and lose a bit of weight. And I've been walking up near Burnham Beaches, which is near where I used to live. And um, uh, Friday, I think it was, I went for a walk. And as I was coming back to my car, this guy kind of stopped me. and stopped me in the street. And he he said, uh, Ian? And he said it in a way that made me think maybe I knew him. And because it's where I grew up, I I, I, I thought, oh, you know, I've got facial dyslexia. I don't recognise people. So I said to him outright, I said, do I know you? That's my new opening gambit now. Instead of just all this pussyfooting around and um, it's great to meet you or whatever, I, go, I just say, do I know you? And he said, yeah, well, no, well, kind of, I'm Gary. I was thinking, right, do I know a Gary? Anyway, it turns out I didn't know him, but he was married to someone who was in the same school as me, but four years below me. Anyway, he was saying that his 15-year-old daughter, Darcy, um, is a mad fan of this show. And that she listens every night before she goes to bed, uh, well, in bed, and she falls asleep listening to this, which is brilliant. We're Darcy's falling asleep to show. And, he's, uh, and so we were chatting for a bit, and we had a nice chat. And I thought I should probably get a move on. And I said, um, do you want a photo for Darcy? Thinking he'd whip out his phone and take a picture there and then. He said, yeah, yeah. Would you mind, um, that's my house there. Would you mind coming into the house with me? And I joked, oh, this is where I get murdered, is it? But inside I was thinking, oh, God, I hope this isn't where I get murdered. Um, and he, we went in. Very nice house. Very nice house. And this is what he made me do. It's what Gary, I think it was Gary. It wasn't Gavin, it was Gary. This is what Gary made me do. He made me hold a picture of his daughter and point to it while he took a photograph So then two days later, I'm around the same area again, but I'm avoiding that house. Of course I am. I'm not stupid. And I was in Tesco buying some bananas, if you must know. And then I recognised this girl in Tesco because I've been holding her picture a couple of days ago, pointing to it. I thought, that's Darcy. And Darcy came over. She went, are you Ian? I went, yeah, you're Darcy, aren't you? She went, yeah. I said, man, your dad is wacko. That guy is not normal. Anyway, I regretted that instantly because she said that her dad is normally really, really shy, is terrible at approaching people and normally wouldn't instigate a conversation with anyone. But um, because she was such a mad fan that he'd, um, he'd found the courage, the gojones to come and approach me and not only approach me, invite me into his house. Um, so that is, Gary, that is excellent. If your name is Gary, it might be Gavin. I can't remember. I know it begins with a G. I think it's Gary. That is excellent dadding to suck up your fears so that you can go and sort of kidnap. And it was a kidnapping. I was there against my will. That you can suck up your fears so you can kidnap um, 
the um, idiot on the radio that your daughter listens to. That is good dadding. That is good dadding. Anyway, we took a picture, me and Darcy took a picture together in Tesco, and it's a moment that we shall treasure forever. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000. ABBA fans have been dealt a huge blow after learning the supergroup will not be performing live again. Well, we all knew that. We, they've said that so many times. They were in dreamland when the foursome announced they were making their first new music in 35 years. By the way, I'm not convinced that the Bare Naked Ladies reunion is going to happen. I'm not convinced. I'm just... Something that was said to me after the show on Friday night, and I just think, oh, man. The pop legends have penned two new tracks, and I tell you what, they will be disappointing. And it's claimed they could earn as much as £1 billion from a global tour. That's a made-up figure. But their business partner, Gural Hansa, said, They will not be performing as a group again. Instead, the new tracks will be... Perf- Flipping it! Right. Instead, the new tracks will be performed by holograms of the band members in an Avatar virtual reality tour, right? The worst thing when you go and see an old band, right, is when they say, here's one from our new album. Gee, when bands reunite or go or old acts go out on tour, here's one from our new album. That's the Lou Break time. So imagine going to see a hologram band. And the hologram band says, here are two new songs we have done for you. We hope you like them very much. Well, it's nice of the holograms to build in a toilet break into their set. Everyone goes. Man, it's embarrassing. You go and see McCartney live, as I have done a couple of times, three times maybe. And, um, you know, there's one from a new album. Oh, it's an embarrassment. You can get the seats flap up, the footsteps. McCartney's even joked about it. He's referenced it, saying, you know, when he's playing all the Beatles hits, the whole thing's lit up, and then when he does a new one, it's silence. So the the the, the holograms are going to be doing new songs? ABBA, who split in 1983, would be launching one of their new tracks... I still have faith in you. It's going to be a ballad. It's going to be a ballad. Nice, slow, syrupy ballad. In a TV special in December, Goral revealed the track was a ballad and was written for the reunion by Abby's Bjorn and Benny with Agneta and Anna Freed singing the track. Yes, we know, that's how ABBA works. I would have liked it if it had been the other way around. That would have been more fun. Friend Goral said the band left the studio happy after recording their first music since 1982. She added, Bjorn and Benny talked about it. Maybe it will be good to have a couple of new songs included in the show. And then they wrote some new songs for the show. They will also be releasing another song. Don't shut me down. 
that is likely to follow as a single release when it premieres on the Avatar tour. Don't shut me down, sounds like a fast-paced rocker. Goro added, the, f- the first song is more of a ballad. The second song is more of an up-tempo song. They've always done it their own way. That's German. They did it today the way they always did. The way Benny writes music. In a statement, the ABBA members said, we all four felt that after some 35 years, it could be fun to join forces again and go into the recording studio. So we did. And it was like time had stood still. Hang on a minute. Let's get there's... Um, what's, uh, what's the forum? Is that when people text in? It says go to the forum on page 18. Here we go. Here we go. So let's, let's, read, um, let's read some of the texts. And then we'll get to Darren and Alistair and maybe you, 0344-499-1000. Let's read some of the texts um, uh, to the star uh, about the ABBA reunion. Good news, ABBA, making a very welcome to the music scene, 35 years on for breaking up. Fantastic group, but a shame they're too late for the European Song Contest. Best by far and good luck to them. That's Des from Shropshire. Um, ABBA, this is from Wise Jed ABBA were a great group in the 70s but to reunite 36 years later means they must be skint or have dementia Ed Chat says so ABBA are reforming and producing new songs the first is Grandma Mia. Then, Where's Dalu? <laughs> <laughs> and the classic, Pension, Pension, Pension. <laughs> oh, man, alive. Uh. 03444991000. Good evening, Darren. Oh, hello. hello. I watched that Avengers film. I thought I watched it once. I thought it was absolutely rubbish. Right. Don't know spoilers, but you're you're wrong. <coughs> it is. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's brilliant. It's a work of art. It's probably too deep. No. It's probably too deep for you to understand. No, I watched all the Avengers films. And I thought this one was absolutely shocking. No, you're, you're no, Darren. It, it's not. It, you're you're actually wrong. I'm wrong. I'm always right. I thought it's still. I'd rather watch the Justice League than Avengers. You'd rather watch the Justice League than the Avengers? What's your favourite Avengers movie, then? Iron Man. Which one? Iron Man 2. (laughs) No, it's not. Iron Man 2's the worst Iron Man film. No. Darren, you don't know anything. You've just failed the calibration test. Iron Man 2 is the worst out of the Iron Man trilogy. No, that's the best one out of them all. It is, mate, it isn't. What, it is. What is your, all right, let's recalibrate. What is your favourite? It's got to be, right, okay, mate, th- well, thanks for that. Let's try it next time without the swearing. <laughs> if you watch on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee, you'll get all the swearing. Um, so apologies for that. Uh, or on Periscope. Um, but his favourite film of all time is Effing Dirty Dancing. <laughs> what an idiot. 
03444991000 is the telephone number. Um, let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening. Evening. How's it going? It's going all right. Good, man. I went to see a tribute band on Friday talking about old bands. Oh, yeah. The Doors on Fire. Oh, God. Love The Doors. No. Love ABBA as well, actually. No, oh, God, um, you have the worst taste in music of anyone I've ever spoken to in my life. The oh, Doors yeah, and please. ABBA. The Doors are terrible. Mr. Mojo Rising. Love me madly. Oh, I, we'll discuss that at a later date, Alistair. I don't think I can with your awful <laughs> taste in bands. The doors are for, the doors are for fifteen-year-old boys who think yeah, too well, much. Who do you like then, Ian? Who's your favourite band? Well, you know who my favourite band is. Well, apart from the Beatles. Well, no, they're not my favourite band. Uh, the Beatles aren't even in my top five. All right. I don't know then. Who else? The monkeys. The monkeys. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. Seven records. Sorry? I forgot that. Sorry. But the um, the label, yeah. You've got but, yeah the but, label. But the, the thing about the Doors, right? All this mystique and uh, they're just a, they're just a lousy bar blues band. No, I have to disagree, mate. Well, it, no, but it's not even uh, open to discussion. It's true. The best, the best door song is the one that all the Doors fans hate, and that's "Touch Me." No, the end is the best. No, it's song. not. This is the end, beautiful <laughs> friend. friend. The end. Mother, <laughs> I want to kill you. <laughs> Father, yes, I don't think there was no. I want to kill you. This is the end, beautiful. Oh, dear God. It's music where you, you think, God, they're really saying a lot. But then when you actually deconstruct it, they're saying nothing. Oh, well. Never mind. Never mind, Alistair, but thanks very much for the call. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's going to be one of those shows. It's going to be one of those shows. Um, hey, Glenn. How are you, mate? I'm doing very, very well. Although I can feel... Now, I haven't got a beard. <clears throat> I can feel a spot forming on my chin. Yeah, I've got the same problem. Yeah. What's that? Have you got the radio on in the background? It's all right, I'm going to make... You're going to have, have another problem in a minute when I smack your nose in. Really? I went to see a tribute comedian the other night. Get away... This isn't even a joke. D- d- get away from that radio. I've got. I've done it now, mate. We waste. The, we waste about three minutes of every call with you being in the same room as the radio. Yeah, but it's my money. No, it's not. We phone you back, you muppet. It's my really? radio. Jesus, stop answering! Really. What's your problem with ABBA? They suck! They were great in the 70s. Leave them in the 70s. Well, that doesn't even mean anything. They weren't even great in the 70s. It's just that there was nothing else better in the 70s. Get away from that radio! I'm not near the radio. I can hear it! What is that in the background? 
Seriously, I'm not in. Glyn, what is that noise in the background? Turn, turn, no, 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 you're not, you're not. Turn the radio off. This is, this is what we say to everyone. Turn the radio off. It's a TV. Right, turn it off. Okay. What a rude man. I'm not rude. I've apologised to you in the past. I am not rude. I do have manners. Is that okay for you now? Just be quiet, let me listen. Be quiet, please, mate. That's much better, Glyn. Thank you, mate. What would you like to say this evening? Did you like that moment to think? Sorry? Did you need that moment to think? Now I can't understand what you're saying. To get your spirit back. My spirit is... My spirit is strong, brother. Should we do silence again? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, no, do it then, shush. No, 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 no. Well, you can't say, can we do silence again and then start talking. Obviously, you can't do silence. But can I just define it? Define silence? Because I felt you in that silence. Well, don't feel me. No, I felt you. You're, I don't give you permission to feel me. But I thought spirit was everywhere. You're insane. What have you called in for? I don't have it. Right. They were a great band. No, they weren't. They just, they just should be left in the 70s. What, the, what does that mean? Um, everybody has the era, don't they? <sighs> and every music has its age. You, you just, you're just you're speaking in truisms that don't mean anything. Give and me the some genre, facts. The genre at the moment, which is oh. hopefully dying because I don't particularly like it, is hip-hop, rap, or whatever it's you want to call rap. it. Hip-hop, rap. It's not 1997, Grandpa. How did... Ian, you're psychic. How did you know I was a granddad? The genre is not hip-hop and rap. What is it now? It's all kinds of things. I suppose if you wanted to pick one, you'd say grime, but that's probably six months out of date now. It's a, The beauty about music now is it's all diverse. It's all diverse. I tell you what... I tell you what the music is now. Oh, I tell you what the music is now. I'm going to play you some. You want, you want to hear some? Go on. All right, I'm going I'm I'm to play you some. Hang on a minute. I'm just getting it. Hang on a minute. Um, right. Go I'm, go- I'm going to, mate. Go for it. I'm going to. If you shut up for a minute, this, this is the, this is the genre now. You ready? Here we go. What the? Again? This is the one I was telling you about. I know. It's on like every 15 minutes. What was he thinking? Right? This is the first thing you figure out when you get a guitar. Do people dig this? I guess. I didn't mind it the 26th time I heard it. Each time I tune to that show, there's a bass of buster on the radio. Silver Lake is shimmering, and so it is a coming in. But in my mind, the shimmer's gone to 
this is this is great. This is great music. Four nine nine one thousand. That's a pop masterpiece. That's great, isn't it, Glyn? I was just doing some shakes to it. That was what? I was doing some shakes to it. There, well, there you go. You yeah. see, that's that's a great song, isn't it? Yeah. I took your e. You've taken an e. Your e. You've taken my e. Lee. Okay, don't take ecstasy. I no. really wouldn't recommend it. I mean. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Isn't this the greatest bit of music ever? You wait till I tell you who it is, guys. You wait. Three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's one of Britain's greatest pop groups. They're back with the news. Forget ABBA. You wait till you find out who these guys were. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Carlos, that's some group, huh? I didn't know it's me. It's ID. I know it's you because it says on my screen. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, you to say Saul. You can't say Carl. Come on, man. Okay. Hey, I wonder who this caller is. All the way from um um. Well, I don't even know where you're from. It doesn't say. Hello, caller. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Uh, I'm actually I'm I'm from uh, the Himalayas. Not just. New York video. I'm, I'm just jashing yeah, you, man. Actually... I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> it's not busting Yo, my balls, I man. Idea. I got a lovely idea. Um, yeah. You want to share stories on uh, on act- actresses or actress or I mean actors or anything you've met, like the the weirdest way to meet them or something? Yeah, I'd love to hear a story about the weirdest way to meet an actress. Uh, uh, well, I got one, and you share one, so we can just like be even. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You go first. Okay, okay. Um, I just want to clarify. Have you seen like uh, the haunting? You know who Lily Taylor is? Um, is she the mom in Paddington? She's the she's the um the mom in uh she's the mom in the uh I forgot that movie with the house. Oh my god! The Am- the, the Amityville. She was she was to make. Yeah, I think she's the mom in that one too. Okay, yep. Okay. She's the mom in uh, well. If you could just Google it, Lily Taylor, I could do, I she'll pop up and be like, "Oh, I know that, I know that actor." Yeah. So, yeah, 
I work I worked at like a dance company Strev. I think they performed in like the London Olympics or something. All right, mate, calm down. So I used to work there. Yeah. And then uh, what? Like we do like trapeze and all that stuff. So I was signing up people. It's late night. It's like nine o'clock. I sign up people. My uh, my coworker Bobby comes over because he's like uh, he knows a lot of people. He's like, I have a special guest coming in here. No. I want you to handle her, and I want I want everything to be shush. And I was like, oh. Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, I, I'm counting on you, Carl. I'm counting on you." So I go in, I type everything in. See on the list it says Lily Taylor. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm gonna go. No when she this. comes in. Yeah. So I dropped the piece of papers, and then, like, literally when I dropped all the papers, she came in and then she started helping me pick up the papers. So I'm picking up the papers, not looking at her face. I didn't even know this was gonna be the Lily Taylor, Lily Taylor person. So I drop all the paper. And I pick it up, and then she's like, here, you go. And I'm, I looked right in her face, and I was like, oh, Wow, you look right in her so face? You look right <laughs> in Lily Taylor's face? Are you crazy? I no do. one does that. You'll turn into a pillar of salt. And, you know, and it was just all cool, and, like, I just, like, well, we went to go, and I thought I tried peace and all that, and it was just really cool. Did you kiss her? And she was, like, my best friend. She came in every Friday. She always was like, hey, Carl, what's up? You know, you're my man. Let's go, let's go. Did you, did you fall in love with her? I did, dude. She was awesome, man. She, was that, <laughs> she even had that little raspy voice, you know, those cigarette voices. Yeah, talk like that. Talk like that. Eat the phone yeah, out. Really cool. She, oh. I just can't believe I met her, dude. I was freaking out, man. And have you have I you made love to her? Ah, you're funny. No. Okay. All I've, right. I've made love to uh, Steve Buscemi. That's what I've like. Whoa, me too. <laughs> Steve Buscemi's <laughs> cheating on me. <laughs> it looks like what well, what actors did you have you met one uh an, an like actor here, american actor an american actor yeah, yeah I, I went and had brunch with steve gutenberg last time i was in new york really um, but like like a weird moment have you had like a weird moment with an actor um like, just yeah I'm, um uh the weird no <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't think i have certainly not in america um <laughs> Um, I was in the same oh, restaurant as Rutger no Hauer once. Well, that's not weird. Well, it's quite weird. We all look when I was Rutger Hauer. Um, no, it, no is the answer to that, Carlos. But I'll put it out there to see if anybody else can remember a weird incident I've had with an actor. <laughs> that's going to be a, that's going to be a show for you. Right that's going to be a show. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate your calls. He's better than a lot of our British callers. Ollie, you've got a lot to live up to. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Ollie. Sorry, it's me again. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, thank you, man. Cool. Listen, I think we get on really well, yeah? We have done so far. Okay. Have we spoken you before? So? Have we spoken before? What? Are you absolutely nuts? Yeah. Oh, you're just joshing me, are you? No, I'm not. I, I, Catherine will vouch for this. I do not remember... I remember very, very few of the calls. I'm so hurt. Well, I can't believe it. Yeah. No, no, that's that, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. Just imagine we have gone before. Okay, I'm imagining true. that. Yeah. Cool. We have. We are not getting on now. Right. Okay. Can't slagging off of Abba. Okay. But did you like the music that I that that I played? Did you like the song I played? Which one was it? Because I used to be in an ABBA covers band. The one I just I just played a song by one of Go Britain's on. greatest pop groups, right? 
Well, you, have you been listening to the show, or have you just been yeah. fuming around punching wall? I just played a four-minute pop both? song. <laughs> right. Kath, get on the microphone, because I'm going to tell you who that was. And it, uh, I only saw this album is out tonight. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the new song. Please be quiet. You... Please be quiet. Sorry. That is the new single from Daphne and Celeste. Oh. Okay. It's an album produced by my mate. I say mate. I've not seen him for about 15 years. Max Tundra. Max Tundra's done a Daphne and Celeste album. And apparently well, it's that's... chock full of pop classics. Wow. An album? An album! Christ, how, how many tracks? Is it like a Spice Girls album? You only get ten. Or it's like a <laughs> proper album. Hang on a minute. The Spice Girls are in the 60s. The Beach Boys released an album in the 60s. I think it was either Friends or 2020 that runs for a whopping 24 minutes. <laughs> so, you know. Well, as you know, the Beatles' earlier albums only were, like, quite short. Um, Yeah. The first, the first uh, Beatles album. Have I got this right? The first Beatles album plays for longer than it took to actually record. I think I've got those stats right. That sounds like it could be bollocks. Um, I don't think so. It plays for longer than. Well, how can it play longer than it took to record? Maybe they put big gaps between the songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say. maybe, maybe. He knows respect. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, I take that back completely. The uh, there's a great line in the Ruttles. Have you seen the Ruttles, which is the the, the Mickey type oh, story of the Beatles? It's great. Neil Innes. There's a great. There's a great line in it. It says the Ruttles' first album took eight hours to make. The second album took even longer. <laughs> That's a great line. They were. Anyway, well, so, I, so you used to be in an ABBA tribute band, so what? Yep. You've got no taste. Well, that's not my problem. Deal with it. Oh, goodness, I can't believe you're saying that. I'm beginning to see why life has dealt you such an unfair hand. It's karma. <laughs> it's, karma think so? it's karma for having a terrible taste in music. That's really harsh. It's harsh, but, but, but Ollie, fair. No, not fair. You've got to be joking. Listen... I'm so surprised the amount of, of um, uh, you know, horrible things I've been throwing at people tonight. No one's hung up on me. You, you can well within your rights, Ollie, to tell me to F off and hang up. You know that. Yeah, but, but some of my best friends and me talk like this, so it's not a problem. We're not friends. I'm not saying we're friends. You're hinting that you think we might become one day and that isn't going to happen. Excuse me. Alexa off. Anyway, go on. You were saying. Alexa Play Ian Lee on talk radio. But I can't have the radio on. No, I know, but I just want to annoy everyone at home. Hang on a second. Just just, (laughs) just, let me just turn everyone. Hang on, hang on. Get rid of that weird cackle. Sorry. Please be quiet, man. Sorry. Alexa, play talk radio. There we go. How do you do the Google? Is Google, no, Alexa's Apple, uh, Amazon. How do you do the Google one? What do you say for the Google one? Google. Google Google Play. Hello? What do you Catherine is mouthing Hello? Hey. Hey Siri. No. Hey Go- Hey Google. Play pornography. Hey Google. Get me some hardcore porn. Why does it have a screen? No, but um okay. Hey Google. I want to hear the sound of a couple making love. Oh, no. Alexa, play sex noises. 
There we go. <laughs> I'm trolling Alexa. That's what I do, man. That's how I get my kicks. So you're in an ABBA tribute band. Which one were you? Benny or Bjorn or Anna or the other one? I was Benny. Okay. Were you, a, ben- were you a Benny tied to a tree? I'm sorry? Were you a Benny tied to a tree? I'm, I'm obviously missing a reference here. A simple yes or no question. Were you a Benny tied to a tree? Don't think I was. Oh, Benny on the loose! <laughs> God. Right. <laughs> yes, I was. Who's <laughs> a Benny on the loose? Wowzers. Oh, dear. But, um, yes. Yeah, I was. It was Benny. And, uh, and we were a real tribute band, i.e. we played everything. <laughs> what do you mean we were a real tribute band? Uh, i.e.? Yeah. What does that even mean, though? What well, i.e. in other words? No, what well, i.e. doesn't mean in other words. Doesn't, it doesn't mean literally in other words. Well, that's the paraphrasing of it, isn't it? In, ex- in examplos. In examplis. It's Latin. So? In examplis. Yeah. It's the thing. What is the point of this call? Saying hello, really. I'm cutting you off now. Let's go to Frank. Good evening, Frank. Frank could be the first decent caller we have tonight. Let's see. Sorry, what radio station is this, mate? This is Talk Radio. Oh, no. Please hang up. No, you hang up. Um, So last night... What's a strange start to the show? Last night, I put the kids to bed. And... um, my eldest, so I was in bed with the eight and the six-year-old, and the eight-year-old said something about talking about the word dumb. He said, dumb means you can't hear, you can't see, and you can't speak. And I said, no, 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 you're wrong. He said, no, I'm right. I said, no, dumb means you can't speak. Deaf um, and blind. He said, no, 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 dumb means you can't see, you can't hear. And you can't speak. And I said, dude, trust me. Listen, Tommy, right? Pimble Wizard. I know what dumb means, right? And by coincidence, there was a little shelf by his bed. And I saw a dictionary there. I went, right, here's a dictionary. Look it up in there. So he looked it up, right? This, you're, you're about, and I recorded some of this. This was about three minutes into it, okay? This is my kids last night reading... The dictionary. Actually, hang on a minute. I've got to be careful because I might play that Peaches song that we were listening to earlier on. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. I don't want to. I can't play that. Um, I did a very slick um, introduction there, only to for, to have technology mess me up. Where is it? Where is it? Hang on. Here we go. Right. This is my kids reading. Oh, jeez, this computer. This computer makes me want to throw it out of a window. What is wrong with this thing? Dear Lord, why can't they make a computer that will do exactly what it's meant to do? If you wait 30 seconds, I might be able to play you the audio of my kids. Here we go. This Will this do it? Here we go. Right, so this is my kids last night reading the dictionary. <laughs> dumb Hang on, so what are you reading? Dumb Dumb. Alright, go on, carry on reading it. Look, look. He's now reading Dumb Dumb, as in Dumb Dumb Bullets, one of the nastiest bullets you can get. Dumb 
dum like that you see dum dum yeah <laughs> dum dum a soft nosed bullet that is <laughs> on impact <laughs> dummy ba- something that's a baby sucks no dummy a bottle of a human one two a model of something used for for a suitability three plastic treats for a baby to suck <laughs> why is that so funny <laughs> i said plastic treats for a baby four uniform astronaut stupid <laughs> <laughs> Is that Steve Giddle? Please. Why don't you look up the word stupid in the dictionary? Oh, wait, dumbling. A ball of dough cooked in <laughs> Dumbling. Stu- dumpling. <laughs> dumpling. <laughs> why don't you wait, wait, why don't wait. you look up the Dummy. word? Short and snout. Stun. <laughs> a great impression. <laughs> Dance. A person slow at the thing. Dung. A mouse of drift sand. June. Dung. Animal excrement. Excrement. Do you know what that is? No. Poo. <laughs> That is them reading the flipping dictionary. Who'd have thought there was so much to get from the dictionary, man? Those guys are in fine form. By the way, they love the bare naked ladies on Friday. Thank you to Ed, who made once again made them feel very special. We got to the the the, the youngest fell asleep for a lot of the concert, and the eldest was very tired. And he said, "Look, if we both said if we fall asleep, don't take us home. We want to go and say hello to Ed." Um, so, uh, I, uh, the, the, the youngest woke up for the last few songs and the eldest stayed awake for the whole thing. And then we went to the after show party and, um, Ed came and made the, treated them like absolute stars. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio. We'll get you talking. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late night alternative, then Lee. Um, you can call in about absolutely anything you want. Um, light, uh, shade, uh, heavy. Well, light. Hang on. What? Uh, yeah, you know, light, light and light and shade, heavy. Well, then, what if I'm saying light? If I'm saying shade is the opposite of light, then what, where does that leave me? Then I've got nowhere to go. Where if I'm saying heavy, have I? It leaves me nowhere to go. Ah, oh, balls. Balls. Balls it up. This is the moment when you catch you catch people and, and who may be thinking of going to bed and I've lost them. Good. Oh, well. Still got numb... Ah! Aha! Still got numb um, fingers in my left hand, right? 
And I, and do you remember last week? I said it's in my little, my r- little finger and half of my ring finger, right? Half of the ring finger. So then at the weekend, I thought, I'm going to Google this because it's coming, it's coming up to five weeks now of, of numbness. Um, and, um, and carpal, the carpal nerves that are in, cased in the carpal tunnel would be the thumb, Peter Pointer, the bird, and the left half of the ring finger, right? So it's not the carpal nerves, it's the other nerves. They're called like the ungular or something, I don't really remember. But they affect the little finger and half of the the ring finger, the right-hand side of the ring. How is that? Why would... Why would nerves, why would your finger be separated by um, nerve points? Anyway, all of this adds up to me still being seriously ill. Uh, if it hasn't gone after a few weeks, you're supposed to go, go and see the doctor. <laughs> Catherine Sega, you're supposed to go and see the doctor. And I just, here's, here's my genuine thinking, right? I've not got blood coming out of my anus. I'm not peeing blood. I'm not coughing up blood, right? Okay. So I don't want to waste their time. It's not a serious thing. What they might have to do is cut open my arm and operate and free some nerves. I don't think I want them to win it. It's not life-threatening. Um, you know, uh, I, so I'm probably not going to do it. I'll give it another six months. Catherine says, if it is that. Catherine, Twitter told me it was that. And then Google told me it was that. It is that. It's so specific. It's... The ring finger halfway? Halfway? It's that. It's that. And it's, I'll tell you why it is. I'll tell you exactly why it is, okay? I won't tell you exactly why it is. I'll tell you partly why it is. Because uh, I'm in this, this horrible bed sit, and all I've got is a bed, and sort of like an office chair, but I don't really sit on the office chair. There's a, there's a, there's, um, like a desk, but that just is basically, I use that as a shelf. So I've never sat at the desk. And so basically, everything I do, I do it for you. I do from, I'm like, um, I'm like a king, like King Henry VIII. Basically, everything I do when I'm in that flat, I do it from my bed, right? This is true. And this is absolutely true. And um, so I, le- if I'm playing games, I'll lean on my left arm. I lean, everything's to the left of me. So I'll lean on my left arm. If I'm on the computer, I'll lean on my left arm. If, um, yeah, I'm doing things that, that uh, uh, a lonely ma- middle-aged man. Do I lean on my left arm? I won't. I lean on my back. I'm not crazy. I won't. I'll have my legs flipped over my. Head. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'll be in the wardrobe. I won't. Right. So everything I do is I'm li- lent on my left arm, and basically, my divorce has buggered up my hand. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to. That's what it boils down to. Um, a divorce has, has ruined my hand. That's, that's, that's what it boils down to, guys. So, I, so I'm doing all kinds of things. I keep, what I keep hoping is that I'll just, I'll just do like a, like a funny movement and there'll be like a, or that noise that a, a ruler makes, and it will snap free and I'll just go, oh, yeah, and I'll be able to feel. With with uh, the thing, but I, I suspect that won't happen. It, this is the last taboo. This is the last great taboo of men's health. Is um, 
leaning on your uh, it's called an elbow leaning on an, leaning on your left elbow to um, watch videos on your computer or play PlayStation games or watch cheaters on DVD or read a book or just you know cry and then losing their sensation in, in, in some of the fingers in that hand. That is the last taboo. We've done mental health. That's fine. That's sorted. No one's topping themselves anymore. I don't think. I need to check the stats on that. But I think we've got that one covered. Um, I think child abuse has ended now. Um, I think cancer's pretty much done. So this is it. This is the last great taboo. And if I can make a difference in in just one person's life, if I can make a difference in just one person's life, just one person's life, I'd be really, really disappointed with that. It would, honestly, if I made a difference in just one person's life, I'd consider that a waste of time. I would. If I made a difference in a hundred people's lives, I would still, I'd still be really disappointed with that. I would like to make a difference. Anything below, anything below 25,000 is to me, is, is a real waste of time. Of, oh, if I could make for save one person's life, what's that about? No, anything below 25,000. 25,000 and upwards, I would consider that, okay, we're, we're getting somewhere. It's progress. Below that, I think that's nah, a waste of time, mate. Was I, was, was I paid well for it? Well, all that'll do. Hemo! Yo. Hey, you low. Uh, I've only been to doctors once in 14 years. Um, prove it. Uh, I can't. I there can't. But it's true, though. Why? And it was very recently. Okay. And it, it was just to get a sick note because I'd, I'd been off work for a week. Um, I go from time to time. I'm not afraid of the doctors, but I just don't want to waste their time. And this isn't this isn't That's a can thing. this is not a cancer. It's not a tumor. Yeah. It's, it's not an aneurysm, which I think might be a tumor. I don't really. Know. It's not. It's not. It's just. I, I, I've been. I've been playing too much PlayStation. Whilst yeah, leaning on my thing. left I, I, I get that exact same thing in my arm. And I lean on it so long until it's dead. And then I think, well, it's dead now. I'll just keep leaning on it until I fall over. Um, well, this is a little bit more serious than what you're describing. You're just describing a dead arm. This, is, this, okay. is, this has been going on for, for um, five weeks now. So, Have you ever thought of trying anything with it? No, it's, it's, the left, it's the left hand. I can't. Oh, well, see, I, I'm right-handed, but I use my left hand. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I can't, I can't get a rhythm. Then how do you use the mouse? Sorry? Uh, do you not use a mouse? Well, I think we're talking about different things. Okay, what are you talking about? Oh, no, um... No. I'm being rude. No, I'm being rude. Oh, we're both being rude. I wouldn't introduce things. a mouse into it, though. No, as in a computer mouse. Yeah, but still, why? I don't know, inspiration? No, but I just, I just, um... I'm happy to... You've got a good imagination, have you? No, 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 no. I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I'm just aware yeah. that Catherine's staring at me intently. I'm happy to pause things, shuffle through the selections. Okay. See what I fancy. Uh, no, I need a constant flow. Okay, well, there you go. But, yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. Let's end this conversation. Yeah. It's leaving a terrible taste in my mouth. Now! Sorry. Sorry. Yes. Um, also, what about the dentist? Do you ever go to the dentist? I haven't been to the... His, his, the, the dentists uh, uh, are one of the greatest cons of the I believe so. 20th century. Greatest cons. You've got to go every six months. And every time you go, oh, you need the hygienist. That's going to be like about 60 quid. What? I don't think so. The hygienist is, the, is, is torture. It's, it's mouth 
torture. Yeah. Um, I only I bet- had it once. And oh, it wasn't nice. Ugh, scraping yeah. and the blood. The amount of blood. How do you, you can't see the blood, though, can you? Yeah, you do, and you spit it out, and then she wipes your mouth. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. I once had one um, hygienist who was a really nasty woman, and when she left, I, I, I breathed a sigh of relief, and I told the next hygienist, who was a very lovely lady, who was a fan of mine, Ooh. and she said, yeah, we've heard a lot about her, that she uh, has a reputation. Horrible. Oh. But no. Did she actually leave, or did she die? Um, I hope she died. Yeah, me too. I hope she died of a, of a, a painful scraping. Oh. Um, but, um, yeah, no, the dentist... I haven't been to the dentist for maybe 18 months because uh, it's, it's a con. I used to go every six months. I've only got, what, I've only got one filling in my yeah. nearly 45-year-old head. Mm-hmm. Um, my teeth are in great nick. Mm-hmm. And, I only, and I only tend to brush my teeth once a day. Pew, 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 yeah, I, I only... I only started brushing mine twice a day recently yeah since i first went to the dentist but it was nearly 10 years since i'd been yep and saved a lot of money i've got one fill in yep. and yeah i feel hey, good and I, I like on things. as long as you as long as you you know yeah i know if my teeth feel dirty i'll give them a scrub yeah. um and i'll give them a i'll give them a really good scrub do you have an electric toothbrush um i haven't got one at the moment i don't need okay. it because i go like um the clappers with a, i'm good with a with a old-fashioned toothbrush <laughs> Yeah, but just because you're good, it doesn't mean it's as good as an electric one. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I'm thorough. Yeah? Well, you have any you know, special routine? Do you sing a song while you do it? Of course I don't sing a song. Well, here's, in your head. In your here's, head. here's the thing, right? You know when um, like you sweep the floor? You've got a, br- a broom, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you've not got an electric broom. Oh, oh, sorry. You haven't got th- an electric no, broom. No, Hamo, sorry. I thought because you, oh, I thought you'd have an electric broom. Well, you might be sweeping the floor, but you're not sweeping it as good. When when they invent the electric broom, then maybe it, I'll get one. Exactly, exactly, right? You're talking nonsense. You don't need an electric broom to sweep the floor. Or Catherine's typed on the screen a Hoover. I'm talking about, that's, <laughs> that doesn't help anybody. I'm talking about, all right, all right, mopping the floor. You've got an electric mop. Well, actually, oh. I do. I've got it. I've got it here now. It's one of them big floor cleaners because I'm doing a, jo- a house on a job. A job on a house. I've got to clean the carpets tomorrow. Well, no, but and that's kind of like an electric mop. The the, the colour of water that comes yeah. out of um, washed carpets. That's uh, that's screwy, man. Imagine, imagine. I don't that know ta- yet. I'll look forward to it. Tomorrow. Imagine taking a bath in that. What what do people put in their carpets that is uh, that's so filthy? I don't know, but the one I'm on at the moment is filthy. It definitely does need a clean. Mm. Yeah, all the different juices the and bacteria and all kinds of... Uh... I'm pretty high off of uh, gloss as well. Oh, yes, son! I've been in a room with it, no windows open all day. He said stuck in, but just in, in case that. anyone's wondering, he said stuck in. Stuck in. Well, what, sounded, what else could I say? No, it sounded, it sounded, like, it sounded like the F word, because I, I, uh, we just missed this. And we got the... Get a room. Anyway... Um, yeah. w- okay. Was there a re- did we get to the point of your call? That was pretty much it. It's just, uh, how's, you know... How's life going? Let me ask like, you a question. How's life going for you, Hemo? Well, that's another question. Well, it is a question you just asked. Um, I've actually been talking to my best mate today. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a very much a limbo at the moment. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's my birthday in two days. I'll be 31. And... I'm single, I've got no fixed abode, hey. I'm just floating at the moment, I'm trying to figure out what to do with life, and I want to do everything, yeah. and yet my best friend's told me today, he's like, look, you want to do everything, you can't do everything. Why? Yeah. Well, because you can't do everything, and I literally would do, I turn my hand to anything, 
But I'm going to try and focus on at least just a couple of things. Okay. And to try and get a sense of achievement, because I start loads of things, never finish them. I know that feeling, man. I know that feeling. Yeah. It's a tough one. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do, but my brother's taking me in for now, and, you know, he's he's well off. He's do a you, good guy. Do you, do you, do you, are you, um, do you worry about the future? Or are you one of those people that's like, ah, what happens, what will happen, what happen? This is the thing. I've always just been like that and said, ah, whatever, whatever. But very recently, it's just sort of hit me. Right. And I've got to start thinking about stuff. As you're getting older. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't think about getting old. Just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just something's got to change because I keep make, I keep following my heart and my decisions and then they just fall flat again. Um. Yeah, yeah I don't think that, well, I don't think that following your heart is, is necessarily a bad thing. Just because no, they've, no. not, they've not stuck so far doesn't mean that it won't stick in the future. No, of course. But yeah, I think it is just, I don't, I never get a sense of satisfaction or achievement because yeah. i never stick to anything long enough well that's so i just Im- want to try and focus. that's important to try and get that yeah i think so all right hemo thank you man i appreciate that thank you cheers man bye. see you later on tutty bye oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio we'll get you talking by the way, can I just say, I've hardly um, been on Twitter recently, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's great. I've hardly been on there. Did you miss me? No, I didn't notice. No one noticed. Um, I'm loving not being on there. It's it's wonderful. And I, I, every now and then I think, oh, I'll post this. No, I won't. Uh, I think, well, what, what, what benefit will it do to me and to the, the greater society? And um, I don't. Hey, i got some exciting news. Do you remember last week I talked about um, Kirsten and Madison? And Kirsten was this young lady um, who had uh, heard a, a, her neighbours fighting. And she went to help. And the idiot that lived there pulled petrol on her and set fire to her. It's a horrific story. Really, really horrific story. Um and uh, it really upset me. And I I, I, I I, don't know why it's upset me so much. I, mean, I read all of these horrific stories in the papers every single day. And can't you? Well, as a society, we're kind of immune to them. But there's something about Kirsten's story. Maybe it was the fact that she's got a nine-year-old girl called Madison. Maybe it's... I, I'm beginning to think it's more the fact that she... Because I've been speaking to her dad uh, via email, via Facebook at first. And then we both admitted we were out of our league on, on Facebook. So we've been emailing. And I murmur a little bit. I may, I, I, I'm beginning to think maybe it's because she's someone's kid, albeit in her late 20s, 27, I think, maybe 20, uh, 27, I think. Anyway, I don't, anyway, I don't know. Either way, it's a horrific story. And, um, and there's a GoFundMe page to, to kind of help, you know, her life is, uh, changed forever, as will the life of her daughter be changed forever. And she's got, basically a lifetime of skin grafts and treatment and um um uh here's a phrase here's a phrase that her dad used being sealed up wow lifetime of operations like that and um uh anyway she's coming on the show hopefully um in the next two or three weeks she's going to come on the show and uh, i'm going to go and uh, meet kirsten and hopefully I get to meet madison as well but um i don't know about that um, and have a chat with Kirsten and speak to her about what happened and um, uh, just have a chat with her, you know, because um, uh, I, I, how do I phrase this? Without, I can't think of a way. To, I was going to say it will be interesting. 
Sounds a little bit cold, doesn't it? And I didn't mean it to sound—I don't mean it to sound cold, but man alive, what a story! What a story! Um, I, I do suggest you go online if you type in um, uh, Madison and Kirsten uh, arson attack. Um, the news story is there for all to see, and you—you'll see the pictures of how um, damaged physically she has been i mean uh her face has been burnt off um but it's, it, it turns out according to her dad that her and her daughter are uh coming back like billio and um you know they are doing everything they can to you know be a, a, a loving in inverted commas normal mum and daughter I, ju- I just think it's an incredible story now it is appropriate to say that. i think it's an incredible story and i think she is an incredible human being and um, I'm I'm really thrilled that they've. Um, I, it looks like I'm going to go over to their house in Milton Keynes. Uh, I, I'm honoured that that, um, that they they trust me enough to invite me over to chat to Kirsten. So uh, I will let you know. Hopefully, going to record that next week, maybe. So we'll either play it next week or the week after. I'll let you know because I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty amazing conversation with with a pretty amazing uh, human being. Um, let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well. I was looking at um, properties not too far from you today. I, I know you were, yeah. Um, you, I trained you up, mate. To, uh, I was actually going to bed and I'm just brushing my teeth. Minute, how, do you, how, do you know, how do you know I was? Huh? What? How do you know I was looking at properties near you today? Uh, because somebody's probably told you where I live. Because what? On the phone call, it tells you where I live, doesn't it? Yeah. And, um, what? I, so I know where you live, but how do you know that that's where I was today? Uh, well, actually, you don't. <laughs> where it shows you, let's not go into that. That's not where I actually live. This where it the, shows you, but um, I'm, I'm, close, okay. close, I'm close to them. Same, same, same county as you, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Right. So, so I, I switched on the radio. So I just sort of brush my teeth to go to bed. Yes. I heard you mention you going through a divorce. Yes. I, I always get quite up. Upset when I hear that people have gone very well uh, splitting up, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd ring you off my condolences. Thank you. So I'm um, very sorry about that. While, whilst I've been waiting on the phone, yes. I clicked on uh, the internet, unfortunately, uh, it took me to a uh, Daily Mail story. So oh. I don't know if all those quotes are true or not, but what you said on, on the radio. Yeah. Um, oh, about me wanting to take drugs and stuff and got my life going off the rails, that story. Taking LSD, yeah. Oh, I took, I took LSD when I was in my 20s, yeah. In your 20s? Oh, the, way, the, way, the, way, the way they've written it, it's like you took it like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, no, no, no. It, 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 um, I took LSD about five or six times in my 20s. Um, really? And uh, if there's a quote in there, in that story from me, then I said it, but I said it in, as part of a, like a 25-minute monologue so thing the order of things but basically what i was saying was i was worried about my sobriety and i was well, everything was a bit wobbly and yeah 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 i'm not not, not 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 you mate i'm gonna go with them no no i know yeah, exactly yeah. but, what, I'm, but I'm, did, I'm fine i'm fine now yeah i know you are good the, the quote is yes i want to come off my antidepressants yeah because there was a minor relapse a few weeks ago with stuff oh, yeah. going on yeah. the jungle was weird that time's it yeah and it had a profound effect on me yeah he he added yes the best way I can describe it, after I took LSD for the first time, yeah. I've only done it a handful of times, so yeah. the next year at least I saw and perceived everything differently. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't say you took it 20 years ago. No, um, but yeah. I wouldn't necessarily read that as a, I've just taken LSD. No, no, of course not. Um, 
Uh, while you've got me on, I've got an amusing dentist story, but I'm happy to come on and chat to keep you happy if you want. You can... Well, you t- tell me your dentist story. I'll tell you a dentist story. Yeah. Have we spoken before, Gary? Have we spoken before, Gary? Well, we've spoken before as well, because uh, you reveal my name, unfortunately, but uh, it was... Um, my uncle was the guy that um, got um, Bjorn and Benny together to release Abba Gold, and they're on news in a moment for recording new songs. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. Yes, I remember. I remember. Uh, they, they, I remember. They, that, that, that sold 30 million, so yeah. made ABBA very popular again. Yeah, I remember. I remember talking to you, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, uh, the dentist story, you happy for it? I'm happy, I'm happy for it. <laughs> well, we can chat more about your divorce if you want me if we want to see that. Uh, I don't, it's not something I particularly want to talk about. <laughs> no, really fair enough, okay. So, uh, my children uh, were at the time very young. Yes. Uh, so we went to uh, the dentist, uh, the family thing. My, my wife took the children in first, and then she got examined as well, and I went in as the last person. Then dentist checked me out. It was all fine. Yeah. And he said, you know you've got two slightly wonky teeth there at the front. Oh. I went, okay. Which I wasn't aware of. He goes, you know I can fix that. Ooh. I went, oh, all right, okay. Good, can you? Yeah. Yeah, I said, uh, are you talking cosmetically? Mm. And he said, oh, well, 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 yes, yes, yes. You have to pay for it. Mm. I said, all right, okay. You, you, you understand that the people that went in before me that was my wife and my two children. And he went, yeah, yeah. I said, right, well, if some sort of disaster happens, yeah. and I don't want it to happen, oh. but I find myself suddenly without a partner, yeah. I'm sitting down, oh. and I'm thinking, I can talk. I'm quite a funny guy, I like to think. Well. I'm fairly good looking. Okay. I like to think. Yeah. I'm looking for a new partner, and yeah. it's just not working for me. I go oh. on all the dating websites, it doesn't work. Oh. I suddenly sit down and I say, it's those wonky teeth. Yeah. I thought game. you were going to say that if you're involved in a plane crash, that the, the, the <laughs> yeah, only way they'd recognise yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I could have gone as dark as you wanted to, yeah. If, 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 it's if, got quite dark. Your whole family's if, dead. Yeah, yeah. If, if my wife was murdered by a serial killer. There we go. Did you, yeah, didn't yeah, that, that you didn't say all of this to the but, dentist, but did you? If, if I suddenly say, oh, because oh, it's because of my teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, then I'll come back here yeah. and then I'll pay you the money. Yeah. How much, said, oh, okay. how much did he want to fix your, t- fix your wonky teeth? Well, no, no, he, he just said in that case, you might want to see the hygienist. Okay, yeah, it's, it's all a, uh, it's a license to print money. Hi- hi- hygienists are the new estate agents, aren't they? Um, yeah, I did think opticians were a con until I went to have my eyes tested recently. I was thinking I'm yeah. really going to get glasses this time because my long distance vision isn't, isn't anywhere near as good as it used to be. And and normally you go to opticians, and I always thought they'd try and sell you glasses, even if you didn't need them. Yeah. And this optician went, well, you know, Mr. Lee, we I could prescribe you glasses, but do you know what? If I were you, I'd come back in a year's time and see how your eyes are then. <laughs> I was thinking, no, prescribe me glasses. I want glasses. Yeah, yeah. I can't Look, see I, things I can't long see. way away. I can't see. Yeah. The other thing is about, is about opticians who, who would not give you the um, prescription when you leave them. Uh, oh, so you have to keep going back there. No, yeah, you, you, you don't know. They, yep. they, they are obliged to give you the prescription. Oh, gosh. They have to do that. Because I, I recently bought uh, glasses, uh, superb pair of glasses. Beautiful glasses. Oh, we, oh God, they're gorgeous. Great oh, lovely glasses. Lenses. <laughs> lovely lenses. Luscious lenses. Here's the thing, right? If you're, yeah. if you're making love to someone who normally wears glasses, right? Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Right. And they take their glasses off. 
and they've not got contacts in. Stop. You don't make love to people if you wear glasses and they wear glasses. You take your glasses off. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Listen, I I don't wear glasses, but the other person I'm making love to wears glasses in this scenario. In in this scenario or in your life? None of your business. In this scenario. (laughs) Right, so that this person then takes off their glasses and hasn't got contacts in. Well, they won't have contacts, will they, because they're wearing glasses. So that means, I'm just ignoring that, that means that they can't see anything. No, no, it doesn't mean they can't see anything. Why are they wearing glasses? They can't see things far away, if you're close no, to them. No, hang on a minute. Do you know how glasses work? Some people yes, have... I, yes, yes, I wear I, them. I don't think you do know how glasses <laughs> I, work. I wear them. But you so certainly don't know how, how conversation works. So <laughs> some people wear glasses because they can't see things far away. Yes. Some people wear glasses because they can't see things close up. Yes. Right. So my right. point holds true. So the person who can't see things close up wouldn't be wearing glasses. What are you talking about? Hang on, they would be wearing glasses. Yeah, of course they can't, would. But then they take the glasses off. Depends so then they close. can't see anything. Depends how close. How close would you be to them? I'm making love to them! Yeah, but I'm about 12 inches away. Oh, for goodness sakes. Go, what, what, what? That call was... Let, file that call under weirdo alert. What was that all about? That was the weirdest... Carry on talking about your divorce if you want. Nah, no thanks. It sucks. <laughs> I'd rather not. Oh, and also, it's none of your business, apart from the little information I revealed on air. Thanks very much for calling. Um, but so that they would be in there. Um, they would be completely. You've you've been on, Glenn. We don't let people have double bubble. No, no. The only reason I'm ringing back. No, 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 no. no. You'll have to please. you'll have to ring back tomorrow. We don't let people no, come think... on. We don't let people come on twice in the same show. If I make spectacles for a living... That's great. Thanks very much indeed. And that's why we don't let people come back. This is a weird show tonight, isn't it? Is it all because I've... Uh, is, is it Odin upset because I dis ABBA? Odin Swedish? Norse? Norse. 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 Let's... Let's... I'll tell you what. Let's have a little break on phone calls until midnight, shall we? Let's have, a, let's have a breather on phone calls, shall we? It's been a bit weird. Kath, do you want to come in and join me? It's been a little bit weird. So we'll have a break from phone calls. So don't call until after midnight. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Treated myself today. Oh, I. Yeah, I bought, um, had to fill the car up. And there's a little treat to myself. I got premium unleaded for the first time ever. And I, 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 I felt a little... I thought you looked different. felt a little kick in the old, uh, the old uh, engine. <laughs> premium unleaded. I thought, go on, boy. You only live once. Also, um, the, the pump I'd made a big thing about driving all through the... Between some parked cars and round and round and facing the wrong way in the petrol station didn't actually have normal unleaded. Oh, man. So I, I, I couldn't make a, a big thing again. So um, it's a premium unleaded. Get, Get me. <laughs> Got a little glimpse of what, what um, Meghan Markle must feel like now. Premium unleaded. She doesn't get that till next week. Mm-mm-mm. I'm away for the royal wedding. I'm going to be at this um, retro video game event. Up in the West Midlands. None of us are away for it. We're going to be made to have it whether we want it or not. Sorry? Yeah. Um, uh, um, but I'm going to be in a hall with, I don't know, I don't know how many people are going, maybe like a thousand 
let's be honest, middle-aged men like yeah, me. Your natural habitat. Graying and slightly overweight and probably divorced. <laughs> um, I'm going to be I'm going to be there for the weekend. I think I'm giving all weekend. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday and Sunday, nineteenth and twentieth. Oh, mate, oh, this is going to be awesome. No escape. This is this is um, dreams come true stuff. Um, I think I, I'm down, and then I, because I was invited, and they put me up in a hotel. Then I saw the schedule. Do we say schedule? Yes. Then I saw the schedule, and I'm given a talk. On? Old computer games, I guess. Quite Frogger? Sure. Frogger. I used to hate Frogger. Frogger's one of the <laughs> dullest games ever. The only decent variation of Frogger was Horace Goes Skiing. Where am I right? Yeah, Horace would. Horace was like this blob, mm-hmm. and he would ski down a hill like a mountain. Then, when you get to the bottom, you'd have to cross the road to go and get new skis. If I got that right, have I combined two Horace games? I'm sure. Horace. Here we go. Um, um, cartoon and video game characters that never quite took off. Okay, so obviously you got Sonic and Mario and Pac Man. Mm-hmm. Horace, there was on the Dragon Thirty Two. We had a, we had Cuthbert, who <laughs> Cuthbert was um, there was a rip. Cuthbert in the Jungle was a rip off of Pitfall, um, and Cuthbert had a couple of other games. It looked a bit like Where's Wally, actually. Um, anyway, that's um, stuff. Um, <clears throat> hey, by the way, congratulations on winning the poll. Yeah, very secret poll. The the. Um, <laughs> The boss, because I did hear a bit of Friday show. Here's the thing: Tommy filled in on Friday. Tommy Boyd. Can I just do whatever you want, Matt? I couldn't give him stuff. Um, and I cannot listen to the show when I'm off. Mm-hmm. I cannot. And in in all my years, oh, it, uh, listen to a bit of Ian Dale on the way in on LBC, and he said, um, uh, "Talk about identity cards." Now I don't know who was doing this show, the drive time show. I don't know who was doing this show 11 years ago, but I bet they were talking about identity cards then. Cause it was all, it was a big thing with David Blunkett. And I did the maths and I thought, I was doing the drive time show on LBC 11 years ago and we certainly didn't talk about identity cards. <laughs> I can guarantee that, Ian. Um, what was I talking about? Listening to the show when you shouldn't have been listening oh, to yeah. the show. Oh, yeah. I, I never listen to the show. I can't listen to the show because I feel jealous. I feel weird. I feel weird. It's like, it's like I don't know. It's just weird. Um, but I listened to a bit because so went to see the Bare Naked Ladies. We got out uh, about m- 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 midnight, mm-hmm. I guess. And we're driving back and the kids wanted to listen to some Bare Naked Ladies in the car. So we did. Then the youngest fell asleep. And the el- the eldest was going, I'm going to break my record for staying up awake, which he thinks it's one o'clock. I think he's been up later, but he said, I'm at one o'clock. I'm going to break my record. I said, I bet you won't. I will. We're in the car. Halfway home, I turned around. I saw he was asleep. So I woke him up and said, you fell asleep. <laughs> You're so mean. You fell asleep. You didn't break your record. And fair play to him. He sort of looked at me. So he's sleepy. I sort of chuckled. In this <laughs> and, then, and then the next day. Um, uh, the next day he said, um, I wasn't really sleeping. I was resting my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A long blink. Um, who's, who's this, um, guy I've, uh, uh, let me get this straight. Ian Lee of Talk Radio has asked nobody to ring in for half an hour whilst he offloads all this week's angst like a Harry Potter character crossed with one of the wacky, wacky races. That doesn't work. Doesn't make any sense. 
Don't make any sense, mate. But but good effort, good effort. I mean, fair fair play for for tweeting. So I listened, and um, it was all right. It was all right, you know. It was all right it, uh, when when the voice fell out. I listened. It was all right, and um, but I thought you were brilliant. Right? I thought you were brilliant, and I thought because I heard Sonia's call, oh. and I thought the way you dealt with Sonia's call was spot on. I thought Tom was okay, and he obviously didn't know the backstory. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Um, but I, but still, uh, I I found it. I found that and another call. I found it a little bit cold, and I thought you displayed humanity and warmth confidence your voice is deeper on the radio than it is in real life because in real life it's quite shrill yeah <laughs> but um but on the radio it's, uh, it's, it's quite good and so i tweeted you should host the show when i'm off mm-hmm. which seems obvious to me i don't i do not understand all that you should go and have a week off from doing this and go and go and co-host with with jamie east but I, really i think you should do this show when i'm off i don't understand why it's not been done before i don't get it i know you can't say anything i'll say it. it's it's absolutely awful awful mistake to not have let you host this show let you I mean, oh, we're gonna do a big favor we're gonna let you host the show when ian's off we're gonna let you do no you, you should it should it should be obvious i take some time off you you fill in should be obvious anyway so i tweeted this and then the, the boss man big boss man i say big the boss <laughs> small boss man <laughs> um he tweeted a poll which i thought i i thought it was um a spam account spoof account i wondered because he's not got a blue tick is he no. or a white, white tick on a blue background yeah but he tweeted a poll who should host next time ian's off kath rufus or tommy you got 61 percent out of about 1100 votes mm. so that's about that's about 600 about 700 votes you got saying you and Tommy and uh, Rufus, way, way back. I know. Way Ru- back when. Tommy's not on Twitter, but Rufus was very lovely about it. Yeah. And people were saying, oh, yeah, but who would she have to host with her? I mean, like... What? Because that has to happen. Um, but he put his he did, did a little emoji of his hand going up. Rufus is lovely. I've... I've, I've um... I don't know if I've ever met him. Oh, he's lovely. So is Tommy. In very different ways. Yeah. But um, it's that thing, isn't it? I think I've also, been put into a... I, I've been... People think they know what I'm capable of, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Also, they wonder who would replace me behind the glass. But the thing is, if I'm here, I don't need my own brain works <laughs> to myself. Um, I, I think it's crazy. I, I, and I've, also, um, you know, we're talk radio, right? We're a national... Kind of... <laughs> Radio station. And fair play, the breakfast show is hosted by a woman. Mm. Right. That's it. Yasmin at the weekends. Does she only do one day at the weekends? She does, yeah. Right, so that's three hours. Mm-hmm. Penny Smith. So that's so six hours. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And all of the other women that you hear are in supporting roles. You are, I mean, technically you're the producer of this and the co-host, but kind of in a supporting role. Jamie East has women in supporting roles. I think we started it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, everyone's copying this. Mike Graham has women in supporting roles. And I just think um, talk radio should um, should lead the way and should um, get more women on as 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 hosts of, you know, the on the weekday schedule. You know, there's the girly show at the weekend. <laughs> the badass women's hour, uh, not the girly show. I, I have listened to that a few times. 
I don't think that show's designed for me. No. Actually, not. actually saying that, the one I heard a few weeks ago, I, I did quite enjoy some bits of it. I thought there were too many voices. Too many women there. Because um, <laughs> no, they too... all sound the same, right? No, no, no. I, I, I just thought there were too many voices. Because mm. you, you, I think there's three hosts... And then I think they had like a couple of guests in at one point. So that was, so there's five voices, which is, 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 is hard to, to, to listen to. I, I found it anyway. Um, but I just, anyway, I just think that's what talk radio should do. Anyway, thank you. Um, there was a compliment in there and I appreciate it. Okay, I'm glad you spotted it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. this is Talk Radio. Late night conversation wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine. Oh no 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 don't call yet. Call call after one o'clock. Don't want any calls until till till midnight. 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 I have a day off and I can't remember how to do it. It's terrible, isn't it? Um, fake reviews for internet products are being bought and sold online. What? So there's fake stuff on the internet? People make stuff up and pretend to be people they're not. Well, this is what I was saying to Annabelle Port last week. Her book arrived today and I'm thoroughly looking forward to reading that because I finished my John Belushi book. Boy. What happened? Oh, man alive. If, if, um, anyone's thinking of trying harder drugs... Go and read the John Belushi book. It makes, you know, most most books about rock stars and celebrities taking drugs makes it sound really sexy, really sexy. You ignore the fact that they go mad, said Barrett, Brian Wilson, or die, Keith Moon, Jimi Hendrix, and it makes it sound sexy. This is the most unsexy drugs book. Hey, what two um, uh, uh, Hollywood superstars were in the um, apartment... Um, the night that um, John Belushi died. If you can just tell to call back after one o'clock. The night that John Belushi died. I think I know this somewhere. Two very, the... very big Hollywood stars. Although one hadn't become a Hollywood star at that point, but oh, was about to. Go on. So? Go on then. Well, no, one had, one was a big Hollywood star. No, you said you think you know I it. Think I think it's somewhere in the recesses, so, but it's it's like way back in the annals. What's it doing there? Can't get it out. Um, well, think. Nice talk. No, go on, squeeze it out. Squeeze one out. Is it someone from like? Is it someone from New England? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know where New England is. It's, it's like a good part of America. It's a nice part. Robin Williams. Yeah. And Robert De Niro. No, they weren't the ones I was thinking. Oh, okay. Of. Well, they were in the, the in the the apartment at the Chateau Marmont. Oh. Where John Belushi died through taking shed loads of drugs. It's really sad. I mean, I don't, I don't find John Belushi particularly funny. Didn't like the Blues Brothers when I watched it as a kid. I might watch the Blues Brothers again because I've not seen it since I was about fifteen. And I it's didn't... wry. There's, I remember the bit where they're sat at those school desks and they're swearing, and the nun is telling not to swear, and it hits the desk, and it goes, in hell, man. I remember that bit being funny, but I didn't like the rest of it. But I might watch it again because it's on Netflix. It's something to do, isn't it? Um, but it's a really, um, it's a grim book. But I wonder how the journalist knows exactly how much drug he took and how much was in in each in how much was in each injection, and and I wonder how he knows all of that stuff. He's very specific. Quincy been on it. Well, he's Bob Woodward. He's um, he was one of the people that broke uh, yeah, Watergate. Watergate. No, what I mean is, is post mortem. Would they be able to? No, 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 no. No, the post-mortem didn't reveal that much. No, he was able to specify 
um, exactly what time he was having. Is, is, uh, a lot of it's got to be made up. I know that Dan Aykroyd and um, his, his wife, uh, Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. Judy Aykroyd. No, uh, Belushi's wife. Oh. Um, Judy Belushi. Uh, <laughs> What's that for? a great name. Today, isn't it? I know they disowned the book and said it was um, rubbish, but um, some read. I've had that book. This thing, I've had that book sat on my shelf for about 15 years. The other day I saw it. I've got two bookshelves in the house in Windsor. I was over there. And I saw it in the small bookshelf. I thought, right, well, do you know what? I'm going to read that. I'm going to be my next book. And then I went over to the big bookshelf. It was there as well. I oh. had two copies of it for years. So I took one to a charity shop and um along with the cheetahs dvd which i finished which turned out to be a bit of a cheat itself yeah it was it? only like like an it's like a 90 minute it's like cheetahs the movie but it was uncensored so i got to see unpixelated boobies and hear the swear words and it turns out she was cheating yeah the worst ones or the best ones i don't know from whose perspective were the ones where it all been about nothing yeah guys yeah. just talk to each other more uh, fake reviews for internet products are being bought and sold online an investigation has found Companies use Facebook to offer Amazon customers full refunds in exchange for five-star reviews of their products. Yes, yeah, oh. sign me up to this. Sign me up to this. Sign me up to this. Investigators found several Facebook groups where potential and Amazon customers were encouraged to do this. Find the Facebook groups, please, Catherine. Of that, what? The Facebook groups that offer Amazon customers full refunds in exchange for five-star reviews of their products. I want a piece of this pie. The world is bent. Everybody's bent. So I might as well take take some money for being bent. I'm bent for rent. <laughs> Amazon products. Right. I, do you know how to use Facebook? Not really. It's for old ladies. Well, you should do that. They were also able to buy a bogus five-star... US Amazon reviewers, free or discounted products. So, well, sign me up to it. Can you find UK? I mean, it's not difficult! Where do I live? Where do you do it? Why don't you do it? Because I'm... I don't want him writing to me. I'm not interested. Because I'll tell you why I can't do it, Catherine. Because I'm hosting The Late Night Alternative, an award-winning, groundbreaking radio show that is... is, Fingers crossed when the next set of figures come out, they they go up. Otherwise, the whole jungle thing was a a bad idea. Ian, you've never listened back to this rubbish, have you? No! You could easily do this at the same time. Um, they were all uh, uh, responding to an advert on eBay. Here we go. BBC Five Live Investigates was able to buy a recommendation, which then appeared word for word. They were able to buy a recommendation. What does that mean? Online review. They were able to buy a recommendation. Online review sites are becoming increasingly popular. In 2016, Amazon vowed to clamp down on incentivized reviews, where businesses offer customers free products, but industry experts claim the measures have not worked. Amazon said, we do not permit reviews in exchange for compensation. Hey, guys, I can be bought so, so well. If you want to send me stuff, I will go on Amazon and say it's primo, even if it sucks. As long as I've got it free, I, I'm, I will happily do that. Unless that's breaking some Ofcom rule, in which case... I would never do that. Send me an email. <laughs> send me an email. You have to join the group there. Look, there you go. OK. Um, Trustpilot said it has a zero-tolerance policy towards any m- misuse. A spokesman for eBay said, I get stuffed! So that's the eBay story done. 
feel that that's um here, here's something here's something here's something we'll take calls after one o'clock after uh, one after one <laughs> after midnight we'll play another one of those watco things and then we'll have a we'll, we'll take some calls. um 57 percent of us oh hang on 50 is this 57 percent of us have never seen a hedgehog or never see a hedgehog what there's one that lives underneath my playhouse is that a euphemism? No, it makes very odd noises. That's not a euphemism either. It goes... <laughs> oh, wow. Must be hungry. I'll give it some milk. <laughs> you know what that means. Hedge, um, hedgehog sightings have continued to fall with the population in Britain plummeting since the turn of the century. For the second year running, sightings dropped with almost six in ten people not seeing a hedgehog last year. I saw loads. I'm, I'm always nearly standing on one. And only 9% spotted one at their homes. The annual survey by Bumlickers, the BBC Gardener's World magazine, found. Get, why don't you go and get a job? Why don't you go and get a job, you guys? It follows warnings of a hedgehog crisis. No. I bet that, well, yeah, I can see that. I mean, they're weird. What? This is a serious question. This isn't even me being flippant or or, or um, razor sharp, satirical bite biting. <laughs> what? Rearrange those words in a way that makes sense. Uh, what do hedgehogs do? They eat slugs, right. bugs, worms, and whatever you'll leave out for them. My dad had one uh, well, no, last no. summer, and he was leaving cat food out for them. Okay, so they eat cat. So, so hedgehogs eat cat food. So mm. they don't serve a purpose. Yeah, they clean up your garden. They get rid of, of cat the- food that you've put no, out. No, no, of slugs and that. Okay, so the cat food was a misnomer. They'd re- everyone would prefer cat food. If I was eating slugs, I'd rather have cat food. Well, then your dad's an idiot, and he's part of the problem. Well, he's made. He bought these, it a house. He it what, moved on. It preferred yeah, living underneath bought, his tiles. We, we, yeah, we spent thirty-five quid on a hedgehog house. What? Why is a hedgehog going to go into something that looks like a house? No, this was like a looked like a sort of basket. This was like a like a like um, a ranch in Dallas or something. This was <laughs> finally the house I've been waiting for. It was, it had a doorbell and everything. It didn't have a doorbell. It follows warnings of a hedgehog crisis, with their numbers having halved to seven hundred fifty thousand since nineteen ninety five. The spread of farmland. The spread of farmland? Mm-hmm. It's thought to be forcing the animals out of hedges and copses. I love, I love the word cops. I love, it. I love it. In 2016, 51% of Britain said they had not seen a hedgehog, which rose to 57% this year. Not ask me, though. Um, yeah. Ah, the animals are declining less rapidly in urban areas than the countryside, and even returning in some cities. <laughs> You know, Americans keep them as pets, hedgehogs. Yeah, I could, I could understand that. They're, I mean, they—they—they're they're cute. Um, they're full of fleas. Well, the wild ones are, yeah. Well, yeah, they're full of. I remember my mum. T- but you'd be full of fleas if you lived in the garden. Um, I don't think I would. Um, no, they are uh, no. I think they've got faces like little bears. But um, I would say if there was a way of, you know, cat's claws, you can get like these plastic covers to yeah. go over the claws. If they, you could get that for the the um, the pines, spines, the, the pines, the pointy things, the the pines. 
If you could get it for the pines of the... How many pines does a hedgehog have? At least 10. I think it's more. I think it's about 112. You could get 112 different coloured... tips. LEDs. So then LED, so, so you have it on, you have, and you'd have it all wired up, like, wi- wirelessly. You'd have it wire, wired up wirelessly to your smartphone or your tablet. And it could... Spell um, out messages. Spell out messages, mm. like, um, I am a hedgehog and I am a tosser. Oh, wow. I am a hedgehog and I, um, I suck off rats for money. That kind of stuff. Just you'd humiliate it. Or it could, if music was playing, it, the, it would move to the beat i'd want some kind i'd want some kind of um clever pattern yeah maybe not so rude as yours that um only you only see when it goes in a ball i suck off rats for money that's that's great line um i forgot they're going balls yeah they're going balls aren't they but that doesn't do any good against a car no sadly we we know that's true that's the thing it doesn't do any good against a car and i'm not i'm not even sure it would do anything good against like a predator what eats them owls Owls and foxes. Yeah, and uh, dogs. Dogs don't eat Dogs them. have a go. No, they, they don't. Dogs yeah, are... Terry would have a go No, 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 no. I've got a dog, um, and dogs do not have a go. They like yeah, to... Yeah, but your dog's not a proper dog, right. is it? I've got a dog, and dogs do not like to have a go. They like to play with They like to pad them around. That's it, like a little football. And I don't see a problem with that. That's the species. Um, that's if, if only hum- humans could learn to live like... If only the different races could learn to, to live like my dog and, and a hedgehog then I think the world would be a greater place and we wouldn't have people like Tommy Robinson. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We'll start taking telephone calls, please. There's a few people phoning in there. We'd love to speak to you after midnight. Um, You can listen to this show, of course, on DAB. Download the app for your smartphones or online at talkradio.co.uk. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Are open 0344-499-1000. I'm Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Uh, we're here until one o'clock, Monday to Friday. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Um, what have we talked about? ABBA, um, dictionaries, the Avengers movie, um, hedgehogs, and that's not bad going for no, a Monday No, I mean, I think that's all the bases covered, all the main all the food groups. main food groups. Good evening, Marcus. Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine. Hello, I've, I've been only listening to you for about the last two weeks, I think. I just like, sort of like picked up on listening to your show. But your music taste, Ian, is absolutely outstanding, man. Thank you. At oh, last. So you At listen last. to like Gene Clark and the Beatles, yeah. Echoes by Gene Clark and the Gosden Brothers, and yeah. the Electric Prunes, yeah. all this stuff you listen to. Anyway, yes. all I want to know is do you play an instrument? Because like, you play the PlayStation, <laughs> which I play the PlayStation too much, PSVR, and. It what? prevents you from doing more constructive things like playing no. instruments, man. You know, no, no, no. The the, the PlayStation Sorry, I'm is the, too much, no, right? you know, the PlayStation is is not. Um, the PlayStation is <laughs> it's constructive. Not. It's constructive. But <laughs> yes, well, I'm not sure it is. Here. What, but, you, what, you, what do you mean? It's not course. Well, you have those little robots. Hello, those yeah, little robots, man. You're jumping around. The first time I put it on yeah. was on Boxing Day. My sister got it for me. I got the PlayStation Four <laughs> before Christmas, and then she got it for me for Boxing Day. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm never going to live a normal life again yeah but music is suffering because of it no it's not 
I get motion sick on those games. I can't play Wipeout yeah. in VR. Wipeout, oh my God, can't Wipeout, when that came out. I remember playing that in 1993, 94. Hardcore, yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah, man. It's, you've got to learn the tracks, haven't you? I think it's, You've got to learn the tracks. He's, he's spot can't on. can't do it in the cockpit. No. Can't do it in the cockpit. No, you've got to do the next stage away. You're exactly the same as me. There's, there's three different views. Right. Oh, um, Catherine, I know. I've been listening. Catherine, you persuaded Catherine to get a PS... Correct. Has she got the PSVR as well? Catherine, have you got the PSVR as well? I haven't, no, but um, a mate of mine said he'd lend it to me. Um, My kids have been asking every weekend, when's it going to happen? Do you want to borrow it next weekend? Yeah, I do. All right, yeah, brilliant. I'll I'll lend it to you next weekend. Remind me to bring it in later in the week. But So you don't play any instruments, Ian? Yes, I do. You've not let me get a word in edgewise. Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. uh, I play the guitar, I play the bass guitar, a bit of ukulele, a bit of mandolin. That's, that's, see, I'm also interested from what you've said about the Beatles anthology revisited. Yes. And I haven't checked it out yet, but check I need out. to check it out. Go and check it out. Go and check it out. My, I've got like a mate. I'm not, I'm not famous. You're like famous. And Catherine's famous. I'm not famous. I'm I more famous than Catherine. I, well, you are. You're, yeah. well, you're both pretty famous. More famous um, than me. Yeah. I play in a dodgy rock and roll band called The Neighbourhood Strange. Steve Lamax played us and Gideon Cole on BBC okay. Six Music. Yeah. We, well, we yeah. had a bit of a thing. Uh, but my mate Mojo does Shindig magazine. If, you know, I reckon it'd be right. You must have heard of Shindig. I, well, I've heard of Shindig well, magazine. Yes, they don't pay. Whereas, no. re- whereas record collector <laughs> pay ten pence a word and Shindig uh, yeah. don't. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm going, he's got, he's got his. I, I'm not anyway. He's got a night coming up anyway. I, they do it once a month, and this is band Cats Black are playing there. Oh. Sound really cool. Oh. But, but anyway, I, yes. I, so do you play original stuff then, or just play for your own? Just play whatever. Just play. Just, yeah, just yeah. pick it up and play, man. You know, just wait. Yeah, no, you've got to, haven't you? Takes me, yeah. So have you got, do you record your sort of ideas and stuff or what? No. No, I was in a band and we recorded some stuff and that was fun. But no, I just, you know, I, 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 I Yeah, but your taste in music, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. It's, yeah. Yes. So you were like the pebbles and the nuggets and, and probably loads of other stuff that I've already haven't heard of, man. Yeah. But, yeah. but you were into all that sort of psychedelic garage. Arthur Lee and Love, man. Oh, God. Is it my turn? Hello? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I've, I've met Arthur Lee a couple of times. I met Arthur Lee. Ian, I met Arthur Lee. They played The Brook in Southampton. Yeah. Uh, well, tw- I saw him at Islington Academy with my Japanese girlfriend when they first came back. So Japanese. He's, like, baby lemonade. This is not going to appeal to most of your listeners, is no, it? Well, it's 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 literally, literally only me that's understanding what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it's it probably not a good thing. But I remember, yeah, going to The Brook in Southampton and meeting my friend who just, like, smokes loads of weed. He's like, if you, um, if you, sort of go upstairs, Arthur Lee's signing autographs. I met Arthur Lee, and I said, he said, hey, man, what do you want me to do? I said, I just want to hang out with you, man. I don't want to get you to sign anything. And he, and he looked all freaked out by it, man. Yeah. I think, I, I must have a, a uh, you always got to like these people with dark vibes, man. Have I got a dark vibe? <laughs> you've got an intense vibe. Yeah, I think it's, it might be sort of like a combination of systems for which you don't like and, you know, it's not a good thing to get into, is it? Oh, man? hang but, on a minute. Yeah. You're not telling me you're coked up, are you? 
Possibly. Well, I don't know. It could be Nova. I come from Salisbury. It could be Novichok, man. Well, <laughs> I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew that. I knew. I thought it was. I thought it was speed. I knew there was some chemical. Um, I think it could be, man. Go. I think. I think it was. It was the first one, man. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, but yeah, because it's, it's but... always it's always hard for the for the person who isn't. Well, it's it's always hard for the, the, no, the, the, the yeah, it's always yeah. hard for the other person to exactly uh, because it's because you keep changing and jumping on it and, and getting finishing their sentences yeah, yeah. and interrupting and not letting them. No, get I sorry, Ian, I'm now calming down. But you can't. This is the thing on cocaine. You can't calm down. You can calm down for twenty seconds, and then and then then yeah. that idea goes, and you have got to follow it over there. And I get it, but it just doesn't make for very, you know. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I agree. It's just. I it's do a, agree. No, you don't. You don't. No, I do. This isn't top quality. This is. No. This is like um, putting salt on a slug sort of stuff, though. This stuff I have, man. I think. So it's, you know, it's look great, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know when you put salt in a slug in it? Hey, listen, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thanks very much. Uh, Well, nice to talk to you, Ian. There we go. And and you certainly did talk at me. Um, I mean, I thought, do you know, I thought something. I thought, I'm not gonna say anything. Because I was getting a vibe that maybe he was, was autistic or something. He was sitting in his own track. Yeah. So I didn't, I thought... I, I don't know, autism is probably the wrong thing to say, but you know, ADHD or so, some. I thought there were similarities in how he spoke to how Nigel speaks. Mm-hmm. And I should have picked up on the pace of what he was saying, because that was the thing. But um, whereas Nigel doesn't, uh, doesn't, Nigel from Mason doesn't know the kind of rules of conversation, you know, the kind of unwritten norms that we generally adhere to um, because of that's the way he is that was because oh that's made me feel um and i'm sure marcus is a lovely guy that's made me feel really uncomfortable really um um that's made me feel really um wow gosh okay right right um don't do drugs kids don't do drugs if i that's made me feel a little bit unsettled mm-hmm. that's that's um affected my chi which I'm sure wasn't his intention, um, but um, you know the cocaine was my drug of choice, and um, and it's funny even when you've abstained from something like that and you think I don't ever want to go back there, and even though that sounded um, uh, you know very one-sided and um, hectoring and you know dull. There's still a part of me that goes, oh, yes, I'm getting there. And uh, and it's just, it's just, it's just unbalanced my cheese slightly, guys. Mm-hmm. But it'll be all right. Um, let's go to Stephen. Hello. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Ian. You all right? I'm all right, thank you, Stephen. That last call uh, blew my mind a little bit. Um, hello, Caff. First of all, I'd like to back you up with that, the Caff should be the presenter when i'm when i'm when town. i'm away when you're out of town <laughs> when i'm out of town yes <laughs> yes 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 i don't know i'm talking myself out of a you job you had here. a week off yes recently and you're entitled to your holiday thank you very much he Stephen. isn't but there you go well, but when rufus took over and i just didn't enjoy the show because it weren't linear it weren't it well, didn't carry on no, so, no, well here's the thing well, here's the thing it, it didn't carry on the narrative of my show 
Uh, not really. No, good. It, was, it shouldn't. Ruth was just talking about science, and I but just couldn't listen to it. I, I think. Right, first of all, hang should. on, Stephen. Hang on. First of all, I don't think. Yeah, Rufus yeah. Go was, on. Sorry. First of all, I don't think Rufus was talking about science for fifteen hours that week. Oh no. He, well, no. Well, that. But no, even no, if he no, was, I, I tuned in for one episode, and he was talking about something that I couldn't understand. At okay. least there. Anyway. And the second thing is... I've not, I've finished, I've not finished my first oh, thing. sorry. Okay. Yeah, go on. Um, you're not on cocaine, are you? No, that is definitely not my drug of choice. I didn't realise that that was your drug of choice. My drug of choice is alcohol, mate. Well, it's not It's not my drug of choice now. <laughs> Just saying back in no, the no, day. No, 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 no. Now, but back in the day, yeah. If you've got an addiction, yeah. then yeah, yeah. Uh, um, secondly... Second point, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen hedgehogs, and again, I agree with Kath. <laughs> do not touch them because they're full of ticks. And I said that. Of... Oh, I, I said okay. that. Are you? Because so... I've got a low voice on air. Hang on a second. So, are you drunk yeah, now? Man. Am I drunk? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was made homeless today. Oh, well, I'm sorry and... to hear that. But here's, yeah, it here's doesn't matter. The thing, it's so hard to talk. I'm really sorry about that. It's horrific, but it's no. so hard to talk to anybody. Who is who has indulged in their drug of choice, and I'm deliberately slowing my words down. Okay, um, and my third point was the so, only reason I, s- s- Stephen, I'm at a real dilemma here. What is your dilemma? You have, and I just said that slowly. Yeah, I didn't mean to say. Okay, okay, yeah. What is your dilemma? You have not heard a single thing I've said. I have. You haven't. And I've been listening to your show deliberately all night. No, I'm talking about this conversation. Okay. And I'm not having a go at you, right? Because I understand. You know, I get it's a it's a tough old day you've had today, man. I get it. But this is the what I'm trying to say is it's um, impossible to talk on to communicate on any real level with anybody who is drunk or coked up or stoned or tripping or... Oh, I agree with you, and that's why I'm listening to your show, because I don't want to talk about that nonsense. The reason I rang up your show was, you you know wood lice? Yeah. Yeah, when you touch them... All right, Stephen, 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 you've just just dropped an F-bomb, mate, and so I've got to let you go, got to let you go. Did I get that dump? I was that, that dump button was a little bit heavy, and I don't know if I don't know if I got it. Did I? Again, if you watch us on YouTube, um, you'll hear it. Um, so apologies if it did go out. I don't think it did, but if it did, sincerest apologies. Those last two calls have really depressed me. Not my, I don't feel sad for those people. Actually, I don't feel sad for them. Um, but it's just depressed me. The frustration, isn't it funny that we had two callers back to back who were off their face in one way or another? Um, and it robbed them of their ability to to interact. There was no interaction. It was blah, breathe. I'm saying something, whatever, blah. Yeah from both of them and they both thought they were okay to function mm. and listen and, and if you're listening both of you i'm not having a go at you i'm sure you're both wonderful wonderful human beings i'm sure of it um but it's it's it, it's um it's depressed me that 
those two calls. It's depressed me. Uh, and coming off the back of reading that John Belushi book, I mean, that man took a lot of drugs. Although I'm reading it, and I'm reading bits of it going, well, that's not much. Um, genuinely, I was like, oh, that's... But um, it, it, it's... Um, it, those two calls... Now, that, actually, that John Belushi book has really made me um, secure in my sobriety because I'm reading it thinking, man, I don't want... It. It's just, there's no glamour to this lifestyle this gentleman is, uh, has chosen to, to, to follow. It's, really, it's a really sad, pathetic story. It's pathetic in the truest sense of the word, you know, this, this, this talent. I'm not particularly a big fan of his, but a lot of people considered him to be, a, you know, an, a, a, an explosive talent. And, he, and he, he, he threw it all away, threw it all away. And, um, and it's, it's, it's really made me think, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. And um, I don't know how I feel after those two calls. I don't know how I feel. I tell you what, no. No, I tell you what it is. I'm angry with them. I says, well, that's what I feel. That's it. And I was misreading it as, as um, empathy. No, I'm angry with them. Because that was rude. There we go. That's what it was. That's it. That's cleared uh, That's cleared the, uh, the uh, guttering. Um... It was rude. It was downright rude of both of them. And again, I'm not having a go at either of you. I'm not having a go. You might hear it as that, but it's not. But that was rude to phone up and to um, be in a state that meant you were unable to interact and you just wanted to speak at me and, and speak at Catherine instead of engaging in a conversation. That was rude. That's what I was feeling. Oh, I feel better now. I've worked out. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. When we come back, we'll play one of Watco's things, driving test memories. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we'll speak to Rory. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. So, uh, my mate Watco, Ian Watkins, he hosts a radio show on Mansfield one hundred three point three or three point two. I can never remember which. And he um, he's he's brilliant, and um, um, he makes these wonderful little five minute. Um, beautiful conversations where he re- picks a theme and talks to people about it. And, and generally, he cuts himself out of it, so you don't hear him. You might hear him pop up once in a while. Um, and I think, is this a new one? This might be a new one. Uh, so this is Watco and five minutes of driving test... I have my volume up. Yes. Driving test memories. <laughs> I passed my driving test first time, and then I, at that time I had a scooter, and I passed my scooter test both first times. The scooter test was mad. You come out of the driving centre, and you go left, 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 and then like, you have to go right, 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 right. It's just a square around this like, big building. And, they, and they, they, in them days, they used to say, well, we're gonna, someone's going to jump out in front of you. I don't know whether they still do it, and you've got to see him and stop. But, like, you can see him about like, 100 yards down the road, the geese are standing behind the tree or something, so you know when he's going to come out. Yeah. But, yeah, you're driving test and then me scooter, yeah. Never take one of those. I did have driving lessons. I got about a mile up the road and a bus was behind me. And I looked through the mirror and the driving instructor told me to turn right, so I didn't. I went further on, stopped the car, got out, and that was it. The second time, there was... Um a lady stood at the side of the road. I saw her, I watched her, I drove past her. And then uh, I failed. 
I said, why have I failed? There was a pedestrian standing on the side of the road. I said, yes, I saw her. She might have stepped off. I said, she didn't. But you didn't sound your horn to warn her. I said, mate, I said, if I sounded my horn at every pedestrian in Sutton standing on the edge of the pavement, I would have my hand on the button all the way through Sutton. Failed. My first fail was amazing. Because we just had a new bed the day before my driving test. And we lived in a small terrace house, so the only way to get the bed into the bedroom was to chuck the old one through the window and pull the new one in. Well, in the process of doing that, we smashed the window. So, of course, I'd gone off the next day for my driving test, come back, failed, and Keith was stood there with the flowers and the bottle of wine and the car, you know, well done, and I... I threw myself upstairs, threw myself on the bed. It was dark, it must have been winter... And I'm sobbing into my pillar, thinking I'm the world's biggest better because I can't pass my driving test. And then I suddenly became aware that somebody was watching me. And there was, I just sort of looked up at the window. There was a bloke on a ladder <laughs> with a pane of glass in his hand, sort of looking vacant at me, thinking, this woman's crazy. <laughs> I was like, what are you looking at? And I went and locked myself in the bathroom and just continued to rant and sob. Oh, I failed the first two. The first one I failed for undue care and hesitancy. It means I was overcautious. Uh, the second one I failed for going over a red light, I think. Well, it was amber red. And the third one I passed. And I thought I drove worse on the third one than the first two. It did take me three goes. Um, the first time I, um, I had a driving instructor who came out and he says, uh, oh, he says uh, we need to take you out on the road. Uh, and he was a very thin, almost rodent-like man. In a, in a bright purple suit and he didn't want to indulge in any conversation at all we went out and I did a three point turn in, um, in about eight and there was a lady in a car parked up and she said oh she's, she was constantly tooting her horn constantly and what happens is I reversed back as I was doing the three point turn touched the curb and he failed me on that are you mad? <laughs> no, no I, I did have a, a driving lesson when I was on a caravan site with my stepdad, my stepfather, and I nearly <laughs> knocked into electric cables on the side of this caravan and nearly smashed the car up. <laughs> so that were it. You never went back? Nope. <laughs> if I start learning how to drive here, and I'm telling you now, you keep off the road. No, you keep off the pavement, you keep on the road and keep on the pavement. <laughs> I think it took two times, or did I take three? I failed. I failed it first time, definitely, which is very off-putting because you think, "Oh, you're going to, you, you assume you're going to fail again." I thought I was definitely going to fail when I went and passed my test. And I think what helped was halfway through the test, it snowed heavily, and the windscreen filled up with snow, even though the windscreen wipers were going. I just turned to the instructor and I said, "I'm very sorry, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to stop." And I pulled in, signalled and pulled into the side of the road and cleared my windscreen and then got back in again and then we pulled off again and the snow had mostly stopped by then, it was like a heavy... And I wonder whether he passed me because I had the sense to stop instead of carrying on regardless. I passed on the third attempt. I think through life, you grow by your failure. Failing isn't a problem. Failing doesn't mean that you're a lesser person. To fail is to learn by mistake by error we all make mistakes if we learn by our mistakes we come out stronger at the other end so failing isn't a biggie oh they're good I, 
they're, they're so good. I like the Dalai Lama at the end. Yes. Well, that's the philosophy of this show. Failure isn't, you know, that's, that's not really failure. Failure's learning, man. Mm. Um, I love those. We'll, um, I'll see if I can get, um, what, why, uh, oh, yeah. why can't we, what's this? What have I done here? I've done something here. Oh, there it is. Um, sorry, love, we're keeping you up, love. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to get up with the kids early this morning. Yeah. Because um, we're home alone, so I had to do all duties, and it's really quite quite tiring. I, um, um, I'm not sleeping because I'm off the metazapine. I've been off it for a week now. I can't, I can't sleep. I can sleep, but it's not great. It's not great. But um, but I feel all right. Yeah, you're not having funny dreams anymore. No, not having any dreams. No, I'm not having the fun. I'm not having the anxiety dreams or any of that stuff. And I'm waking up after about six hours, and I'm thinking that's that's it. That's my life now. Is going to no, be it's six not. hours it's sleep. Just rebalancing. When well, as you get older, you need less sleep. That's why uh, elderly people are pottering around at yeah, five yeah, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they're such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Let's go to Rory. Good evening, Rory. Hey, how you doing? What what yeah. what um what narcotic are you on this evening, Rory? Uh, a torch and uh midnight air. Okay. All. all right, okay. Ooh. All right. Uh what have you got for where where are you then? Are you out and about? Yeah, I'm on the boat. I went to an open mic and then um I don't know, I'll just change on the Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, I, w- I went to an open mic and then um and did some performance and then i uh it said go for a walk what performance did you do stand up or music uh in between oh storytelling huh? it's, uh, it's like That's a thing. performance art oh wow you speak on my language T- describe the act man so it's me and my friend james and we're called james and rory and what we do is we improvise. Where did you get the have... name from? I love that. <laughs> so X Factor. My name's James. My name's Rory. And together yeah. we are James Rory and, and Rory. James. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I say, yeah. So we do scores, like scores based on words. So like, um, we'll t- both talk at the same time. And we will uh, try to synchronize our words. And uh, he will do gibberish and I'll do speech. That is an interpretation of the gibberish. It's a bit like you and... talking to the callers. Oh. Yeah. Go away. So, uh, so uh, yeah, we've been doing it for years. I do stand up comedy as well. I want to see the. Oh, so hang on, I don't understand the act. So you, t- he speaks gibberish, you speak words, and then you try and sync up. Oh well, well we have. Well, we'll do. It's it's like we'll we'll do five different improvisation scores in one session. So what do you mean by score? Be, what do you mean by scores? Well, the scores are like your template for for the. Um, performance for the improvisation. So the improvisation is, is, uh, works around the, um, the improvisation. So one score might be, um, you talk and I do gibberish. (laughs) It could be something like that. Or sometimes we have scores with like three or four people. It's called action theatre. Is this making it any clearer to you, Catherine, on any level? I think someone might have spiked my tea. I know. What is this? It's all gone into a very strange oh. world. Oh, it I sounds, think it's well, maybe something you need to see. Uh, yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, uh, it sounds could, great. We have YouTube videos up. Um, oh. I think we, it's James and Rory Action Theatre. Right. Right. Hang on a minute. Let me all right. Oh I like the title Action Theatre. Action Theatre. Exchange. Action Theatre. It was invented Exchange. by a woman called Ruth Zipporah from San Action Francisco. Theatre. Right. Let's have a little look. Um, 
there's Benedict Cumberbatch. You're not Benedict oh, Cumberbatch, are you? No, I'm not. I've, I've typed in James and Rory Action Theatre, and um, first thing that comes up is Mad Lib Theatre with Benedict Cumberbatch. No. Oh. Is there a put improvisation? Okay. I'm going to put impro because that's what we call improv. it. Improv. Oh, yeah, improv. That's actually what they call it. Um, mate, I don't think you exist. Oh, uh, well. Is Rory James. No, mate, I don't think you exist. No, no. Oh, well, never mind. Anyway. But did it, how did it go? Was it good? Oh, no, it went well. And no, the reason I called was because there were some drunk people there and admitted, and um, your callers who were drunk and, and on drugs made me think about the fact that, uh, you know, it's difficult whenever. Because I, 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 I've been badly behaved on alcohol. Yeah. And then when I don't drink and I see other people behaving badly on alcohol, it feels quite. Um, Drunk people. It, it feels like so a bit hypocritical boring. to to uh, to berate them for it. But um, if they're causing a nuisance, then sometimes they're causing a nuisance. You can step in, but you always think oh, they're not going to take any of this in. I might have nits, by the way. What? I might have nits. I'm itching a lot in my head. God. No, they're only going clean hair. Oh, mate! What is all the jokes? <laughs> Um, is there anything you've not got at the moment? I've, I've, oh. they've just cured my AIDS. <laughs> Your eye AIDS. My eye AIDS that I had. Um, yeah, drunk people are boring. Coked up people are boring. Stoners are boring. Um, trippers, uh, there might be something in that. Um, but it's, it's just boring, 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 boring. You know, and um, oh, it's just so dull. And I, I try not to be in the presence of people. And no, it's funny with that first call. I'm slightly disappointed in myself because normally I'm really good at sensing cocaine. I can tell if someone's holding coke. If I'm, if I'm at a do, I can with within seconds of walking into a room, I know who's got cocaine just because there's a vibe that just comes off them. There's just a vibe. And, um, uh, you know, and um, I'm surprised I didn't pick it up with that guy. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, well, you know, you know, Rory, keep on keeping on. What's yeah. the, what's the um, plan with um, James and Rory? Um, well, he does his own stuff uh, and I do my own stuff and we get together and we do our bits and pieces and we it just keeps us, keeps us going in our own yeah. performances. It's a good... Well, well, activity to do yeah, it's a good man it's good man it's good to to make stuff and create stuff and do stuff and um and yeah good there right. they are james and rory improv i just typed what? i just typed it in over the top of benedict cumberbatch right let me try it hang on a minute maybe i didn't press enter oh, there you yeah. go there we go if i play this is it going to be sweary oh, i don't know i don't think so all right, well, let's... Um... All together. That's a brilliant point. And, uh, and, 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 uh, Mr. Adger's poetry was well recited. You look, you, you look like um, the same people. Are you the same people? Yeah, yeah, that's, that sounds like us too. He looks more like Jean-Luc Picard and you look more like Dar O'Brien. Anyway. Oh, right. Amazing how people can... I'm really impressed by how... Some people can remember things. Yeah, like how did she remember the whole poem, every intonation, every word? I bet she could do it again tomorrow. I bet she could do it again uh, in her sleep. Okay, I'll watch, I'm going to watch that at home. And, uh, and 
privacy of my own. Um, uh, While hey, leaning to the left. <laughs> leaning to the left. Hey, nice one, Rory. Thank you, mate. All right, thanks, Bye-bye. 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 Uh, let's go to Skylar Soul. Oh, 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 oh. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Yes, hello. Oh, jolly good. So, so I have to have you on now speaking about death. But um, I have spoken to you uh, before, if you remember me. I do remember you, yes. Yes, um, but I didn't want to talk about anything uh, like that at the moment. But uh, I wasn't talking about some the poli- po- excuse me, po- Donald Trump. Okay. Basically, basically, I think Donald Trump should serve uh, at least two terms. I don't think I want Mike Pence in power because, for the simple reason, Mike Pence is a blinging homophobe. I know Donald Trump may be homophobic, but Donald Trump, Mike Pence, hmm, I don't know. Which one would you wear yourself? Well, why have we got to choose one of those two? Well, I don't know, because because if Donald Trump was uh, impeached... Yeah. You're saying that you want Donald Trump to serve a second term. Well, if he ran for a second term and he didn't win... It wouldn't be Mike Pence that became president. No, but what I'm saying is, if Donald Trump was impeached now, okay, Mike well, Pence would that's not come into power. That wasn't your, yeah, but that wasn't your opening line. Your opening line was, "I'd like Donald Trump to serve two terms." Oh yes, and that as well. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want Donald Trump to serve two terms? I would say I'm quite happy to serve for him to serve two terms. Yes, but why? He's a homophobe. I don't know if he is. Yes. Is he? He's, he's a homophobe. Well, I kind of guess that I'd rather have him in power than somebody who is um, not able to do the job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what what makes you think that he's able to do the job? I've been to America. I know how it works. I know all the, all the business. But, um, yeah, but, but I must admit that, um, yeah, okay, you don't care. You don't care. You don't care about Donald Trump. You don't really care about Donald Trump. No, you don't, do no. you? You're just you're just saying it because you you wanted to phone up, which is great, and it's nice to talk to you again. And you thought that you had to have something newsy and worthy to talk about. And Donald Trump is, is this is the state of British radio. You, 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 Donald Trump is what everyone's talking about. We don't have to, I don't care about, I couldn't care less about Donald Trump. Couldn't care less about him coming over here. I couldn't care less. All right, all right, all right. Uh, also, I just wanted to inquire. All right, all right, look, okay, okay, that's fine. Fine. Let's get real. Let's okay. get let's get down um, to the. Let's roll up our sleeves and let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to it. Okay. Basically, uh, when I rang you last, yeah, um, you basically, um, I believe you were uh, cancelling actually phoning radio. Is that correct? And. I, I turned on your radio, yeah. and, uh, and then I got confused the next day because you were you were taking calls again. So I didn't quite we, that we, yeah, we we stopped taking calls, and um, then uh, and this is the first time I've revealed this. We my boss received a petition of fifth, over fifteen thousand signatures um, requesting that we take calls again. And hello. And I, if it, hello, uh, hello. and I am um, 
the voice of the not-so-common man and woman and everything in between and everything outside those fears. And I decided that I would would take calls again. That sounds good. I've also... um, I went to my um, lungs... I've been to my lungs a couple of... a few times, breast is sharp. Right. It's a little bit. It's a. It's a. It's a little bit muffled. Because I know because you're on speakerphone, um, but it's. it's I'm, I'm struggling to understand. I'm, I'm just going to try and hold. That, that's good. I'm, I'm just going to try and put it. Oh, yeah, you got it now. Yeah, I got it now. Now with it. I've got it. Thank you. I'm. I, I'm just trying. Unfortunately, um, when I went singing on, yeah, uh, and I've been see see her a few times now. And I've been I've been dressed up as Sky or Soul or, yes. or in between or whatever. Yeah. And basically, she just basically laughs at you. Oh. She sort of, you know, it's like she's like she'll keep calling me Dave, and I'll say, look, 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 my name's Skyler, so, and and she'll just keep laughing and between. I don't know what what it is, but I mean, I, I could accept. I mean, I could, but I mean, I don't. Well, at the end of the day, it's like can, I suppose any parent wouldn't want their child to be in what they were expecting to be. But well, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine it. It, can, it could possibly be difficult for um, uh, a parent to accept that their child tra- wants to transition or is transitioned or has. And especially um, about twenty-five odd years ago, oh, when I told her I was bisexual, she said basically, and uh, the man shouldn't lie with men or that stuff. Uh, well, you're up sorry, against. Sorry, you're up. You're up. Yeah. You're up against that book. I'm, af- I'm afraid you're probably going to lose. You're fighting a losing battle if if someone's read that book. Um, but how does that when when she laughs at you? How does that make you feel? Well, I kind of guess that like I she's obviously accepting of me in some way. Yeah. Because obviously she wouldn't let me through the door, which no. otherwise, no. she's got to look at it like that. But I kind of look at it in other ways. Like I'm just wanting to just be me, and I'm getting well, in conversation about my uh, identity. Mm. Uh, it tends to be in little laughs here and little laughs there and little laughs everywhere. You know. Well, I'm I'm sorry your mum isn't giving you the support um, that we we expect from our mums. I'm sorry that you're not getting that. Fair enough. But anyway, at the end of the day, I wanted to talk about a little bit of politics as well. I didn't want to get, just make out that every time I ring you... You can call uh, him about anything you want. You can call him about anything yeah. you want, Skylar Soul. Absolutely. Can, can I just think on point? The monarchy, I think Prince Charles will become a great king. I think you're probably right. Hey, listen, thanks very much for your call. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Um, not everyone wants to listen to us tonight, do they? People want to say their things, and that's fine. Maybe that's the vibe. Maybe that's the vibe that is out there. People want to say their thing. They just want to be heard. I'm, I'm cool with that. I can rock with that. 
Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Another twenty minutes of uh, myself and Catherine, and then it'll be Paul Ross. Mark, stay there. Come to you after this. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Last fifteen minutes of the show. Back tomorrow night at ten. But let's uh, see uh, what happens. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. I've got a joke for you, mate. I uh, bet you have. Right, listen. Why shouldn't you wear Russian jeans? Why shouldn't you wear what? Russian jeans. Russian jeans. I don't know why. She, um, the, uh, okay, I don't know. Chernobyl fallout. Thanks very much indeed. I mean, well, <laughs> better than I thought it was going to be, <laughs> but but only slightly. Um. So YouTube. Um, the, the story of the front page of the, of the Sun. YouTube sick di- DIY guide to abortion. Okay, so there's a video on there. Again. Oh my! Okay, fine. That's right. Go to five. Go to page five. Then there's 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 loads of other things on there. A disturbing range of sick tutorials are being shown on YouTube, including DIY guides to tooth extractions. Well, that's simple. You get a bit of string tied around it, tie it to a doorknob, and slam the door shut. Circumcisions. Oh. And even abortions. A Sun investigation, someone sat at their laptop one lunchtime, has unearthed a string of films, many carrying no warning of people performing dangerous surgery at home. God. Look, the the fella pulling his tooth out, he's just got a pair of pliers, he's just yanking a tooth out. Yeah. He's doing that for a laugh. We had a fella doing that on our radio show. Do you remember when we were in Luton, uh, Justin, our roving reporter, came back one day and said, you'll never guess who I've just met in the market. I've got lined up for tomorrow's show. It's a bloke. He's got about six teeth. He pulls them out himself. He's going to pull one out live on air. And let's just say, (laughs) it looked that way. Honestly, what's the phrase? He could have eaten an apple through a tennis racket. <laughs> so live at about half past seven in the morning, this guy absolutely steaming, um, and he pulls, he yanks a tooth out on air. Great times, great times. Let me. Find, how do I find this fella ripping his tooth out? Because I can't believe he's doing it for anything other than just to do a YouTube video. I can't believe this is his um, instruction video. Um, uh, what, what would a tooth removal? I'm just going to type in tooth removal. Um, oh, 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 there he is. DIY tooth removal with pliers. All right. This isn't a sick. All right. I'm going to play this. It might have swears. So let's, here we go. Right. So let me just say what I can say. It's 45 second long video. Um, it has, uh, it's only had 10,000 views. It's a fella in his kitchen um, in a vest, very muscular man. He's looking into a mirror and he's got some pliers in his mouth. It looks like it's a wisdom. Oh, no. It looks like it's a wisdom tooth. Here we go. He's grabbed it. This is going to be great. Grabbing it. Tight. Both hands. He's looking at the camera. He's a professional. Oh, oh, man. Oh, 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 God. There's blood everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life! It's horrible. 
He's biting down on some cotton wool. Got good music on in the background. Look at the size. Look at the size of this. Look at that. That's a wisdom. That's massive. Oh, There's a root on it, buddy. You are my hero. There's loads of them. Oh my god! There are loads of them. Um. God. I see a bloke with a string tied round it. I mean, I didn't think that would work. Right. Oh, my oh no. God. Look at the state of that. This is a guy. It looks like he's with his daughter. And his teeth, let's be honest, they're, they're like, um, it's like a Victorian cemetery in there. They're all over the place. And his two front teeth kind of still almost pointing upwards. His daughter has grabbed, are they pliers or is that, that no, those are, look like secateurs. Anyway. And she's grabbing his front tooth. It's that tooth there. His front tooth. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. No, it's not happening. Oh, no. This is horrible. I think that might be his wife. This is a nice picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yes, man! Yes, man! Yes, man! It's coming! I can hear it squeaking. Oh, yes, man! He's getting his, his daughter to finish him off. No, no, no. Do you want me to keep pulling? Yeah. The greatest thing I've ever found in my in my life. Great scenes, guys. Great scenes. Come on, it's the sun. Come on, even by your slack standards. Um, one four minute film without warning shows a child being circumcised, seemingly without anaesthetic. Right, this this is all going to be America, right? And the thing about this is, this is because they have to pay for their care. So these are people who are trying to avoid like hundred, you know, hundred two hundred dollars to sort themselves out. It's awful. Music is played to mask the boy's screams, but viewers can see him writhing in pain. Which has been viewed more than twenty three thousand times since April twenty sixteen. Yeah. That's not many, is it? Oh, God. Another clip. Oh, okay. Another clip seen more than three point two million times. That's the one we saw. Shows a man in front of a mirror with a pair of pliers, which he uses to extract a back tooth. Um, elsewhere, a man using no anaesthetic or disinfectant. Cuts into his foot with a scalpel before jiggling a tendon. Oh, man, no. Jiggling a tendon. Instructions on removing lipoma tumours. Those are moles, aren't they, I think? Mm, I'm not sure. No, that lymphoma with that? No. No. That can't be a lymphoma. I know, moles are separate. Lipoma, okay. Um, Stitches. That's useful to know how to remove stitches because stitches, all you do is you just what you cut the end is... and you yank them out. I don't know. If it's old-fashioned stitches, the new ones dissolve, but old-fashioned ones, 
You just cut the, cut the knot and you pull it. Save the NHS, for God's sake. Ingrowing toenails and moles can also be viewed. Oh, no. Who's watching this? What perverts are watching this? Advice on injecting Botox fillers is also shown. Oh, no. While another clip demonstrates the art of stitching a wound using pig skin. Um... <laughs> the, t- the tooth on that is funny. I'm alive. There's a, there's a young lady doing it. Let me just. Uh... All right, I really don't think this is a great idea, but. Oh, I have No toothache, it's worth. Oh, oh, my. oh! Did you hear that? Yes! You okay? No toothache, it's worth. Oh. <laughs> That's right, we've gone past okay. it now, Kath. No, we haven't. She's going to do it again. <laughs> Come in, Paul. Okay. So We're watching people oh. pull their own teeth out on oh. YouTube. We talked about this on the show yesterday. Also, they've got advice on how to do other medical procedures, including cyst removal. Oh, mate. Well, there's a, there, it says in here, I got, I'm looking for this tonight. Um... Uh, elsewhere, a man using no anaesthetic or disinfectant cuts into his foot with a scalpel before jiggling a tendon. Jiggling. <laughs> they don't see. They don't allow that on YouTube. But they allow. <laughs> this is my new favourite thing. People pulling their <laughs> teeth out. It's oh, it's I interviewed a man many years ago who'd done self-trepanning. He got a bradle. He did a local anaesthetic and he drilled into the top of his own head to open his third eye. Yeah, of course. Mm. It was know, big... Friday. Do you know this weekend the Flat Earth Society meets in London? Yeah. We've got to cover that, haven't we? Oh, mate, we 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 uh, we went through a thing of getting flat earthers phoning the show, and some of them, some of the flat earthers, I think, enjoyed the sport of a good argument. Sure. So they just enjoyed the sport. Which and is it's, great, and it's a great game to play, arguing the Earth is flat. But some of them genuinely believe that it is a conspiracy by NASA or the American government or who or, or Israel, and um, you know the military doesn't want us to know what. And the Illuminati beyond. and the Freemasons oh, and the Women's Institute. You've got to watch them. Oh, those those Beetle drives. <laughs> oh, it's great, man. Yeah. I, I love all of that. And can I give a gift to Kath? I know you go oh, through the papers. Please do. Um, I don't normally go to the Guardian newspaper for my problem page. No. I'm oh, glad right. I did yesterday. You might just want to read that, Kath. I, 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 it's not that I don't trust you, Ian, but I don't trust you. No, go on. What have you got, Kath? Go on. Oh, God. Pamela Stevenson was asked this question in The Guardian yesterday. Go on. I had heart surgery to insert a med- mechanical valve, and now I can hear it ticking away loudly when I'm on top during intercourse. <laughs> oh. I can't stop worrying about the noise. It's a continual spiral. Like Peter Pan. Did it, did it, did it. Did. <laughs> and oh. I can't seem to overcome the fear of losing my erection. Wow. Wow, pressure. What can I do to get over this performance anxiety? Of course, my partner worries that I don't find her attractive, but that's not true. Where did ear, that come from? Ear, <laughs> earplugs is the answer. That surely is it. During coitus, no. earplugs. If you've got earplugs in, that would make it louder. If it's internal, if it's an internal noise, this is... Uh... <laughs> you thought this through in two seconds. Yeah, I, sent, I sent the letter in. I sent the letter in. I've tried it all. Paul, what is on your very naughty show tonight? I, must, I cannot wait for the show tonight. We are going to feature the world's oldest spider... It's official. How long do you reckon a spider, oldest ever, human history, logged and recorded? I don't understand the words he's, this man's saying to me. An old spider? Yeah. Okay, now there's been a tracking uh, research project right. for a number of years in Australia. Okay, they years. tagged these I'm gonna spiders. Say, I'm going to say, uh, well, I wouldn't have thought a spider would have lasted more than a year, so I'm going to say three years. Kath? Eight. 
43 years oh, old. Come on. It beats the previous record in Mexico of 28 years old. Oh. The woman who's tracked this, she's not well enough to come to the phone. She's now 88. She's been spider-watching in the outback since 1972 or 3. We're talking to her daughter on the show, which I cannot wait for. That's also, the scientist man. who's logged the longest ever underwater dive by a penguin, an emperor penguin, which are four feet tall. They weigh up to 100 pounds, emperor penguins. It was underwater for 32 minutes, and they don't know how. They tagged that as well for breeding research, and... I reckon he, he passed that tag to, <laughs> to another one. He thought, I'll get You're such a cynic. Suckers. And also, we're going to go to Mars because there are methane emissions. No cows up there. Yeah. There are two causes for methane emissions. They're either geological or yeah. biological. Well. If they're microbial, like you get in swamps, there is life there's there. There's life, yeah. And if it's yeah. geological... There's liquid water there. Oh, mate. We're going to know within the next two or four, three, two or three weeks, we reckon. This is incredible stuff. And that's the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Thank you very much, Paul. We'll have some of ba -boom, that. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. No, don't, don't. That, that's, uh, well, he says the problem's when he's on top. Why aren't you just trying to change it up? <laughs> I love the way you fold your arms when you say that, Kath. Like your Les Dawson over the back of the garden fence. <laughs> I'm just Change it up. Let's be practical <laughs> about things. When, uh, so when, I'm just trying to think. Why, when he's on top? He's on, he's on yeah. top. Or maybe his partner feels the vibrations through the chest cavity. Oh, okay, yeah. There's books for that. <laughs> Just well. Thank you, Paul. Marvellous. Paul, it will be on in a few minutes. Um, we're coming to the end of, uh, of our... You going somewhere, Kevin? <laughs> Might as well, eh? <laughs> you Follow him out. You want to go and hang out with a professional? All right, fine, fair enough. Um, you might as well start packing up. Go on, we're, we're kind of done here. Um, I've got another 120 seconds to fill, but All don't, right. don't well, you, no, you worry. you crack on. I will crack I'll on. Watch. I'm cracking on. Now go and tidy up. Pack up. Pack I'm up. Tidy. Pack up and I'm tidy. Go on. Um, that's it, dear listener. We, I feel that we are done. No one's going to call us in this last, uh, the last minute of the show. Um, oh, podcast, podcast, podcast. Uh, you can get this show podcast. You can get the Rabbit Hole podcast uh, by going to iTunes or your usual podcast provider, typing in Ian Lee, Talk Radio, or Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, Rabbit Hole, something like that. Oh, and the show that we're doing on June the 3rd... Sunday is it June the third? I don't know. Anyway, so it's a weekend. It's a weekend, June the third. We do, Catherine and I are doing a live show. It's going to be like a TV show, sort of, in front of an audience that. Um, the Bill Murray. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube. We're going to show some short films. Hopefully, have a guest. I need to email Pips if he's free. Um, there are thirty tickets left, and if you want those tickets, if you go to ticketsource.co.uk/slash Ian Dash Lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dash Lee. It's kind of an experiment. It's a punt. Um, it may not work. I was at the venue this weekend just testing out the Wi Fi. The Wi Fi is good enough for us to do a two camera setup. Um, we'll get a guest. We'll show some films that you got, lot have sent me, and um, it should be a right old laugh. And even if it doesn't work, We've you, had a go. You could, would have had a go. You and you'll can, have had a show. You can come and see a car crash happening live <laughs> in front of your very eyes. So go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dash Lee. Uh, that's it. We're done. We're dusted. Anything, any other insults you want to throw at me, Boyle? I'll save those for private. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Sam. Stay tuned. Co What's my... Coming up after the news at one, it's Paul Ross. Ta-ta!